Resident Evil 4. There are some things in the world better off not knowing. This is one of them. Luis Sarah. I thought I was high maintenance. He's a survivor of Raccoon City. He has no idea what's going on. He's nothing really to worry about. Ashley, you stay here. I don't always play by your rules. Monsters. Guess after this, there'll be one less to worry about. Welcome to Game and Makeup 4. What you think of that? That was pretty good, eh? That was pretty good. That was my Resident Evil uh, uh, narrator, voice actor he's impression. More, he's more jolly. He's like, no, that's the merchant. I'm talking about oh. the, the title screen guy. Oh, I was thinking the merchant. Hello. Welcome to Game and Makeup Episode 4, the show where we like games and we fight about them and we make up. My name is Michael. As with me always, she's equipped with ballistics. Haley McLean, how are you? <laughs> line of the game. We'll get to that. How you doing, Haley? I'm good. What did she say in response to something? She's like, my figure is none of the concern with the mission. <laughs> That's, yeah. Sure, I'll say that. Ran, 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 ran. Leon! <laughs> we're, getting, we're getting ahead of ourselves. We're already getting right into it. I know. But, uh, Haley? And, and you're Michael. I'm Michael. Yes, yeah. hello. Uh, welcome to Game of Makeup. We, uh, this is episode four. We're very excited to talk about today's game because it's a game that's very important to me, but I picked it a little selfishly, Haley. I think you know why. Mm -hmm. For our listeners who don't know, who haven't been following Haley for any number of years, where she's exposing, you know, her uh, view on certain horror things on Twitch, uh, Haley is not a fan of zombies. I'm a big baby. And like, in what, general, yeah. But like, what it is about zombies specifically that scare you so much? I have reoccurring nightmares that nice. it's a zombie apocalypse, and okay. I can't do anything about it. And everyone I love gets killed, and I, and it's not even like I look at one. I'm like, of course that'll never happen. But it's like a deep seated, irrational fear that I can't like like you know you're terrified of mice. Mm -hmm. If you saw a mouse, you'd run like the Dickens. Yeah, but I or guess mice are real. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, and yours is more. Uh, scary to be fair mm -hmm. but great thing i picked resident evil 4 for us to talk about then as sort of a mean thing to do to you but also it is a game <laughs> that i love so very 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 much and not just me who loves it but it's regarded as one of the greatest games of all time it's on numerous numerous outlets top 10 lists of all time game of the decade game games of the century whatever do you want to call it think it's the best resident evil Oh, by, for sure. For, by far? Now, there's, like, a lot of purists who swear by, like, you know, RE1, or particularly RE1 Remake, for thought... being more of a traditional horror game. Yeah. If peop if someone said, gun to my head, which one do you think people think is the best? I would say 2, because I feel like people talk about 2 the well, most. Well, yeah, and 2 is great, as is its remake, uh, and a lot of Resident Evil 2. Cannot play 2. I tried no. to play 2 Remake, and I literally can't do it. I will never beat that game, ever. Mm -hmm. But yeah, because I want to talk about Resident Evil 4 specifically because it is so well regarded and I love it. And I've played this game a dozen times over various systems over the years. A dozen times? Oh, for sure. Oh, wow. Yeah, absolutely. I've played it. Originally, my first exposure was on the PS2. Uh, it was originally a GameCube exclusive. Obviously, it was part of the, uh, the planned Capcom 5. You know about the Capcom 5? No. The Capcom 5 were five... Planned exclusive games from Capcom for the Nintendo GameCube, only one of which actually stayed an exclusive. Which was? Uh, PN03, which was a... a I'm, classic. I've never played it. It's like a third-person action game, but the five games... Nope. 
No, it's like PNO3. It was like the oh. numbers being pronounced phonetically. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, but those five games were obviously this one, and I might be wrong on this. Please correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe it was this. I can uh, correct you. <laughs> PNO3, uh, Beautiful Joe, Killer7, and one that I don't think actually got released. I'm not even sure what that one was oh. called. But yeah, all planned for the GameCube exclusively. None of them stayed, particularly this one, which is now, I'm pretty sure you can play Resident Evil 4 on uh, the Virtual Boy. Really? No, that's a joke. Oh. Come on, keep up. I'm just, I, you can say literally anything <laughs> well, about this I mean, game, I'd be like, oh. It's not really a joke, because you can play this, this is on mobile phones, like old mobile phones, yeah. and smartphones, it's on the Wii, it's on the PS2, the PS3, the Xbox, they the Xbox on One, two PC versions. It's been Skyrimmed. Yes, because uh, it, it is such a good game, and so well regarded. Uh, but before we kind of get into the real nitty gritty of it, you know, mm-hmm. The, the my experiences and your experiences just your general impression what did you think of resident evil 4 just out the gate that's a really big question just like you know your, your broad view did you like the yes. game did you hate the game so i beat it for this and nice. I, I don't know if you mentioned like the thing is i make michael play a game i like and he makes me play a game he likes and we talk about it. so michael played twilight princess i played dark souls mm-hmm. michael played super mario sunshine it's my turn again i'm playing this michael gives me much harder games and longer games and longer games and <laughs> <laughs> i give him i give you fucking sunshine that's a delight that's a that's a summer afternoon. Yes, this is more like a spooky October day. Evening. Evening. <laughs> um, you know what? I went into it and I really hated it for quite a while. Mm-hmm. Like passionately hated it. Like I got really mad and I didn't like it and I felt like I couldn't beat it because I didn't feel like it was fair. Really? The, the okay. way that it f- felt, like the way it played. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm not going to be able to beat this. And then as soon as I started getting even a little OP, then I started to like it. And I mm-hmm. think that's what it is for me. As long as I feel like I could, as soon as I enter an er- uh, area and I see like the 20 dudes that go, oh, here she comes and run over and get me. And if I can think I can beat them, then I don't get that scared. But right. I, if I think I'm going to see that you are a dead screen, I get really scared. Well, you don't like dying. <sighs> I mean. Well, of course. That's, that's what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the difficulty... Like, you found the game difficult at the start, anyway. Because of the tank controls. The tank, okay. So, yeah, let's start there. I think it's a good place to start. Uh, the tank controls. So, you, you never played any Resident Evil besides this, right? To, Bare, I played a little bit of 2 and a two little remake. bit of 7. And a little bit of 7. Okay, neither of which have really anything to do with uh, RE4's control-wise. You know, t- yeah. uh, Resident Evil 2 Remake has sort of tank controls, but it's a lot more modern third-person shooter. You can move while shooting. There's all sorts of, like, you know, things that have been added to shooters and... Obviously, Resident Evil 7 is a first-person, VR-focused kind of experience, so mm-hmm. not even close to what Resident Evil 4 is all about. But Resident Evil 1, and 2, and 3, and Code Veronica, and Outbreak, and maybe some other one. Zero? Resident Evil Zero, that's the other one. Oh, God. Uh, excuse me. All have what's, you know, quote-unquote tank controls, which means... You know, your character kind of moves uh, on a certain axis, and they don't—they can't snap move me. There's no 360-degree movement. Yeah. I'm explaining this for people who don't know. You know what it is. I because... know what it is. <laughs> I just did 14 hours of it. Exactly. And obviously, Resident Evil 1 and 2 and 3 and all those other games, they had much more, uh, obtu- like, I won't say obtuse, but, like, difficult tank controls, I guess. Like, yeah. even less freedom of movement than you have in 4. Yeah. Um, and 4 is sort of a departure from the rest of the series, or the, f- the ones leading up to it. You know, it was a big deal at the time because it was an over-the-shoulder camera. Resident Evil, 4, Resident Evil up to that point had fixed camera angles and it was much more. And that added to the horror experience, right? You couldn't 
turn around in 360 degrees and see what was coming. You sort of were stuck on a flat plane. Which made me panic. Yeah, but this is even, it was even worse than the originals. Oh, really? So much worse. You can look up some footage of it. They're much, much more difficult. And a lot of the, and a lot of the fear and horror of these horror games came from you as the player feeling unable to control yourself very well, right? And that, that adds to it, obviously, inventory (laughs) management, ammo management. Yeah. Uh, and Resident Evil 4 has a bit of that, and I know you struggled with that, and I think that's fair, because for me, I think this game controls great, and maybe that's a controversial statement, but for me, it's like putting on an old pair of jeans that are really comfortable. Like, I, I, I played this, I played a little bit of well. I didn't beat the game this time. I got to the island, pretty much, and, I, and then I turned it off, and we'll get to kind of why. Oh, I deleted it off my console. Oh, that's fine. I, I don't, I don't <laughs> no, I, I've beaten the game literally 15 <laughs> my times. My bad, I just thought of that. I was there when you deleted it. I saw you do it. Yeah. Uh, it felt good. Absolutely. I said bye. But I kind of lost my train of thought here. Sorry. It's okay. <laughs> I guess uh, the controls, that's what I was saying. The gold pair of jeans, I find them easy. I got right back in the rhythm of it. I was popping heads, no problem. <laughs> you know, I love this game. I think it controls like a dream, and I think it's aged incredibly well. And I was kind of shocked how how poorly you initially reacted to the controls. i could see you getting like upset that i was like this sucks yeah oh sure. brother <laughs> this, <laughs> this, game this game sucks um yeah so like but you got to a place where you did eventually kind of not not like the mechanic, grasp it. them because it's just all i would do is any like i could sense when you were watching me play you were like I, I, all I did was get as much distance as I could all the time. Mm -hmm. Like, I could, it would be one dude left who's, like, only one hit, and I still would run, like, 30 feet away to do the back X quick turn and Mm -hmm. to be, like, bump, 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 and kill him that way. I hate, even if it's the easiest, most level one dumb guy I'm fighting, if I'm close to him, it's, like, anxiety spike. Mm -hmm. So, I hated it. And also, when you pull out your gun, it's, like, you know, you move kind it's almost, like, it feels like a... Like a forklift or something. Sure. The way that Leon moves. It's jerky. It's, it's kind of like you back up and you're like slightly to the right mm-hmm. and then like slightly to the left and you like can't just like, there's no sweeping motion. It very much feels like a block. Right. And then when you pull out your gun, as soon as he has it up, it's almost like you have the sensitivity setting set up to like a hundred on Widowmaker or something. Absolutely. Yeah. Where you're sure. like this and you like are trying to track, but it's like the guy's coming for your face. He's like, Rawr! and you're like, are bringing up your gun. It feels so slow. And it's just that combination of like, blocky square movements and slow draws and like moving the gun Mm -hmm. i hated it for like at least four hours right like with a passion like i was like i hate this game so much it stinks and you hated this not as not not because like i like these things because they sort of add because the game (laughs) as as we'll get into it but see i don't find this game very scary made by virtue of me playing it a lot you're braver than i but also just like what what makes the game scary because even when you have so much ammo and so many weapons you kind of need that sort of jerkiness otherwise the game would be leon running through uh, in a European country, blowing <laughs> off heads with no... I mean, <laughs> I mean that's what the game he is. He does it anyways. Well, like, then you would compensate with harder enemies. I don't know. Sure. I Who think... are faster. Because, literally, you'll sh- go to aim at one, and, like, some of them later on will go like this. Mm-hmm. And, like, lean a bit to the, the right. Sure. But, like, not... And then I just go, okay, and I just shoot them anyways. Mm-hmm. They could have made ones that actually are like, Wah! and, like, duck and, like, try to get you. Yeah. But they're like... There's a couple of those in the game. It's like old grandmas and grandpas walking yeah. around, like, shuffling up to you at the shuffle deck, like, mm-hmm. essentially is what it feels like. Sure. So either have better controls and worse and harder enemies, or I guess they had worse controls and easier enemies. I mean, this is a game from 2005, and as 5 and 6 came out, yeah. uh, which are which were also third-person 
there was a lot more modern updates that happened to it, obviously. And, but, yeah. you know, those games didn't do as well financially or critically. Yeah. So you got to wonder, like, what's so special about this one that where these other ones failed, where it succeeded. And I think a lot of that mm-hmm. has to do with how... I mean, it's hard to kind of grasp it now, but in 2005, I don't think it's an understatement to say this game was a revolution in terms was, of a third-person shooter. What was, like, the chatter like? Like, when you talked about this with your brother and your friends. Oh, like, I didn't, I didn't, like, uh, oh my I didn't God. have a GameCube growing up. I was a PS2 kid, but I remember seeing it, and all the chatter of this game was that it was such a departure from the original Resident Evils. Mm-hmm. It's more action-focused, uh, you know, quick time events were a very new thing in 2005. And this was like maybe maybe this in the first God of War. Ugh, I hate this. <laughs> were uh, these sort of God, these games so. that brought in the quick time event as we know it today. Like, I don't think we have, I mean, as a general statement, I don't think the third person shooter exists today as we know it without Resident Evil 4. Some other game would have done it. But, like, maybe, but, like, when I look at games like Gears of War yeah, and, you know, even Max Payne 3 and these sort of games that just, without Resident Evil 4 and its perspective, and there was third-person shooters before this, but that over-the-shoulder, in-the-action yeah. movement, without Resident Evil 4, those games maybe don't exist as we know it, and that's why I think it's so important to play now, because it still feels, to me, I guess you probably disagree, it still feels remarkably good to shoot people in this game. Like, you gotta admit, when you pop someone's head off, it feels pretty good. I guess, but I'm just so... It's satisfying. I'm just filled with dread the whole time that I don't really ever Well, it's also a horror happy. game. That's the idea. I don't... I don't... I just don't understand the seeking out of the feeling of dread. Like, it's... You don't so, understand horror. I mean, I... Yeah. That's fair. You don't like horror movies or anything no, like that I'm either. No, such a baby. I like being scared. If I if I had a critique of this game, is that it does... It's, it's not, not scary. very scary. It, it honestly isn't. I'm just... I'm just jumpy. Because there's one jump scare. Oh, yes, and you can find that on our Twitter. Or your Twitter, specifically. Yeah. Haley getting scared by the, the man in the fridge, and that's all we'll say. I screamed, so... I mean, I'll, <laughs> show, I'll put the footage in there. Oh, yeah, there. put it in there. And, yeah, that's I a good mean, one. audio listeners, maybe I won't put it in your version, because I, it's very loud and... Also, headfo- headphone warning on that one. Yeah, headphone warning. Yeah. I screamed very loud. And that was the only jump scare. Yeah. You know, a couple guys popping around corners and, like, a dog. But, yeah, like, as, as yeah. jump traditional jump scares go, that's pretty much it, and... Resident Evil's never really been about jump scares, to be fair. It's really? more about, you know, because, again, this is where this game is such a departure. Because in Resident Evil 1, or RE1 Remake, which is the one I, how I played it, walking into a room, you'd see, like, one zombie. Yeah. And that scared me. For a number of reasons. Number one, you only have, like, nine shots. Yeah. Like, there's a couple times in Resident Evil 4 where you have, don't have a lot of ammo, and you and I remember you were really stressed out at some points, not having enough ammo for certain yeah. enemies. Well, that was, like, my own fault, because I was fighting the enemies bad. Sure. <laughs> But in Resident Evil, like the old Resident Evils, it's, you know, one zombie, two zombies in a room. That's an ordeal. You got nine shots. Do you run past? Do you take it? They hit? never die. That's the thing. They, they take so many shots. They die in this one at least. <laughs> they do. They do. I can, I don't think I, yeah, that's why I don't think I can ever play two. No. It's because like you, you kill them and they lay down, but it really just buys you like 40 seconds. Sure. To do whatever you need to do in the room. And I'm so bad at directions and remembering where I'm going and stuff that I would just. Right. I don't think I literally ever could. But to answer your question, like, I started out hating it, and by the end of it, I kind of liked it. You kind of liked it. Also, yeah. we, we were playing it sort of like I was on the couch with you, and our friend Michael was on the couch yeah. with us, sort of experiencing, my, watching my, you. I called you guys my emotional support, Michael. Yes. And so, you know, obviously, uh, playing a game like this by yourself is not ideal. You don't really like it. It's no. too, too scary for I you. I don't think... I think I played four hours of it by myself. Sure. Like, And, that, five... and that's fair. I mean, I had a blast watching you play this. It was very... <laughs> 
it was a, it was like a, it was like watching a theme park ride. It was nostalgia. Watching someone experience it for the first time was great. Yeah. In a game I can like, you know, you knew like the back of my coming. hand. I know this game. I've played it do so many times. Do you think you helped me too much? People asked about this with Dark Souls. Um, I gave you a couple tips. Like you I said, did. hey, maybe like up, like don't get rid of the TMP. Don't buy this gun. Yeah, like, but I kind of gave you the optimal equipment run. But I could have. I would have googled that. Sure. So you just. If anything, you also, save... Also, who cares? Play games wherever you want, man. You save me a Google search. Who gives a shit? Yeah. That's the vibe. Okay, so general impressions. Weren't, weren't a huge fan. Liked <sighs> it by the end. Now I want to get into the nitty-gritty of it. Okay. I want to talk about the opening of Resident Evil 4. In the car with the choppers. <laughs> yes, that. But specifically, <laughs> yeah. the fight in the village. The first fight. The oh first real fight. Oh my god. Because this might be... This, I scream. This is a patented, uh, patented Mike's hot take. But the opening to Resident Evil 4, the fight in the village, is the greatest video game opening of all time. Really? In my opinion. I almost it crapped my pants. Perfect. I hated it. It's a perfect... That's so interesting. It's a perfect way of showing everything this game's about. Why is it perfect? Because you start off, you know, Leon S. Kennedy... Uh, a snack, by the way. But, yeah, we'll get into maybe the story beats and the characters a little bit later. Mm -hmm. But, you know, he's here on a mission to rescue the president's daughter. You, know, you walk into that first house, you encounter a guy... He doesn't look like a zombie. He looks like a kind of a weird, crusty old dude. Yeah. But he swings at you. He can't speak English. That's a little scary. You kill him. Every American. <laughs> yeah, this, this, this is just everything. Americans going into Europe and blowing heads off right now. Why not? A couple more guys come. You kill them. But you get you get to the village, right? Yeah. And you walk in, and there's a guy with a chainsaw, and they're all yelling at you. And these guys aren't zombies. They're <laughs> organized. You know, they're talking to each other. They're grabbing weapons. They're communicating. Are they not zombies? They're not zombies. They are They are humans infected with a parasite. That's kind of what zombies nope, are. No, that's not what zombies are. Zombies, in the definition, let me flex in my In my dreams, nerd, they act very my nerd similar. horror on you. George A. Romero's zombie, as we know it, started in Night of the Living Dead. Yeah. Uh, and they are, they are literally the dead coming back to life as reanimated corpses. These are not corpses. They're people. But people who get bit become... No, them. they don't get bit. Oh, they get killed. No, no, they get infected with parasite. No, but real zomb zombies. <laughs> real zombies? Yes. I don't want to talk about them anymore. I mean, <laughs> they're probably closer... You've seen... You haven't seen, but you you know of 28 Day and 28 Weeks Later. Oh my god, the opening scene where he's running across yeah, the field. great movies. That... Pro that's what my dreams feel like is that one scene i know the rest of the movie sucks people say yeah but that first fine. scene where he's running for the boat and mm -hmm. it's just like full-on sprint adrenaline rush right is what my dreams feel like when again I, when i have nightmares not zombies they are just people with infected with a virus in the game in the game and in that movie it's oh. like they're closer to that's a zombie that's not a zombie okay well i'm not talking about the webster's dictionary i'm just talking about like as <laughs> they scared you like a zombie yeah Okay. They go, rah, rah, and technically, rah, rah, zombies do communicate in, uh, I want to say, not... So the Walking Dead zombies aren't zombies? No, they're zombies. They don't communicate. They bite you, though. <laughs> yes. We're not, like, that, they don't bite you with a parasite. With they a bite disease. you and they... That's not what it is. You don't even read The Walking Dead. The Walking Dead, you die, and haven't. that's what turns you into a zombie, the dying, not the bite. Oh. But then, like, when Lee gets bit in the Walking Dead game, you turn into a zombie, like, eight hours but, later. But it's because he dies. You have to die to become a zombie. Hmm. Well, this is changing my whole outlook. Anyway, that, that was a large tirade into the definition of zombie. But <laughs> ba back to the greatest video game opening of all time. Oh. Are you satisfied with your understanding of zombies? I, not really. I'm kind of <laughs> more confused. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm sure people will discuss it in the comments down below. Sure. But... 
These people. Uh, I'm already like I'm like anxious. Oh my just Talking about them. They're not zombies. Okay. They are infected people with a parasite called Las Plagas. Sounds like a zombie. It's not a zombie. Anyway, they're communicating. They're and then Leon goes into the house, yeah. and then you're in. Like there's no. You're just in the game. You have what are you gonna do? You're up. To, you're like what are you gonna do? You're looking around your environment. There's what? a lot of them in that first area, too. Absolutely, and it's teaching you as the player how to interact with the environment. You can barricade doors. You can grab things off the wall. You can knock down ladders. You can break open windows. Yeah. You can, you know, it teaches you about crowd control. It gives you a shotgun right away, and when you use that the first time, there's probably six guys in front of you, and they all go flying. Yeah. So it's teaching you at, like, how to interact with these enemies, with your environment. It's right out the gate, which I think is brilliant, and obviously... You know, you can move around, you fight them, the bell rings, they leave. That great Leon, the first of many great Leon lines in this game, which is, where's everybody going? Bingo? <laughs> and then the title cut to Resident <laughs> Evil 4 is... Bingo. It is so good. <laughs> it's incredible. Are you sure that's not your nostalgia? No, like, replaying it again just recently on my but file, I loved it. you have nostalgia still, though. Just because you're playing it when you're old doesn't mean you have nostalgia. Yeah, but I still, even without nostalgia, it's still the greatest. Of, of the games I've played, maybe I should specify, it is the greatest video game opening I of all time. I did not like the opening. It's it's Mario Brothers 1-1 level of perfection. I was just thinking about that while you talked about... Of teaching the player about the, the game. It's not even close to that. Why? Because literally, Mario 1-1 is designed to like take your natural tendencies as a player mm -hmm. and make the gameplay happen so you realize that's what you're supposed to do. Sure. Like Naturally, when you walk up and you jump, it's like the only place you can jump is where you hit a question block. So then you learn, mm -hmm. oh, question blocks give me stuff. Yeah. And, and then, you know, like it's just like a natural thing. And it's like from that level forward, you literally learn how the game's to be played and then you, they set you forward. I ran in circles like a baby when i pl played the open like it didn't really but teach I think, me anything. don't you think that was a, a an unwillingness of you to maybe engage with the game i systems was out the gate? i was i was trying to survive i mean the game literally gives I, you manuals to explaining how to shoot yeah. and roll and use your knife and you just so i did, chose to ignore them uh, no no no. i did all those things i shot and i used my knife and yeah. it, whatever but like i don't know i ran up the stairs there's that little hut there where the shotguns yeah. at the top absolutely and i got cornered and i died like a bunch of times because I don't know. I don't know. Like, that's what I would do if I was Haley. <laughs> like, there's okay. there's no natural. Like, maybe if the maybe my, maybe my gamer brain works different than your gamer brain. But when I, I like, I'm trying to think, and maybe it's hard for me because I don't I don't remember how I experienced it when I was 11 years old in 2006 playing it on PS2. I don't remember how I felt about that area. Yeah. But I feel like now. If I ran up to and I saw a shotgun, I'd be like, "Oh, I should probably use this shotgun." Well, yeah, I did that. Yeah, and it worked great. And then you weren't, but like, I remember you playing, you didn't jump out the window, you stood in a corner and let them gang up on you. Because usually it's like, okay, I have a decent gun, I'm going to stand in the corner. And but the game is, but like, them. that doesn't work. I realized that. And now, so now you're learning, I gotta move, which you then used, as you played the game, you learned about distance, you learned about getting yourself away from these but guys. But it wasn't as natural as 1-1. I feel it's as natural as 1-1. No, because... Again, this is a Mike hot take, maybe I, I'm wrong. I think 1-1's perfect because you get to the end... Well, like, 1-1's like the perfect example That's what of I a mean. video game level. Because you get to the end and you don't die. Like there, it's almost like yes, if, if, I hope not. What do you mean? That's what I mean. Like it's like it teaches you and you learn and you do the level and you don't die. So it's like it's so good at its job that it's weird for you to die in one one. Sure. Whereas like I mean, you're supposed to. I feel like you're. you're do now, they want you to die? No, no. But like okay, let's lot. go back to one one here. I think this is an interesting discussion. I want to keep going with this. So let's let's say you're a, a know nothing kid, six years old. You pick up an NES controller, right? 
Yeah. And you're gonna play Mario Brothers one one. Of course. And you got, you know, you look at your controller, you got two buttons, or you know, on the D pad. Yeah. So you're moving, and that first Goomba, you ran into him and you died, right? But that that could happen potentially, yeah, right? I guess so. And so now you're learning. Oh, I can't. I got to avoid those guys. Something that I have either in my inventory or my buttons is gonna teach me how to do that. In this case, it's jump over it, mm-hmm. or and then maybe you'll jump on top of it. Oh, that kills him. So you could die in one one. But like, the game, but like, but that's the idea, right? Because you're gonna walk, you're gonna run forward. Because you can only do one thing in that game. It's move and jump. Yeah. So you're running forward. You die to that goomba. Now you know not to. The same principle can be applied to the opening section of Resident Evil Four. But I really think that the way they set up the goombas was on purpose so that when you're jumping, you naturally land on one. Yeah, absolutely. There's no natural way for me to know to. When you shot the zombie in the head and it exploded, that's a pretty natural way of telling you to shoot them in the head. Efficiently kill them. (laughs) Efficiently Mm, kill them. Like, so yeah, I killed one, but now here's 23 more coming for me. Mm -hmm. Got a goomba. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Sure. They, They didn't give you one zombie and be like, perfect opening of the game. That would suck. The, but it's teaching you the mechanics of large groups of enemies, of which there are many. Like, there's very rarely a time where you're fighting one guy. It's usually yeah. a group of dudes. Or, like, three or four at minimum. Yeah, and they're and they're, some have weapons, some don't, just like this air. Like, literally every air room in this game is pretty much the same. It's a bunch of dudes in a room. How do you get through it? It's point A to B. How do I get through this room with maybe the occasional puzzle? <laughs> yeah. But it's pretty much every room in the game, right? Here's a room full of dudes. How do I get through it? Yeah. So I think that opening sequence is just the perfect way it teaches you about your environment, how to use it, how different weapons can affect things. It gives you grenades. lets you know grenades are really useful for crowd control. I would just say that I think it's more natural for you to understand what you're in that situation because you don't aren't as scared. Like I think, Okay, so I yes, think there's, I, and there's the factor that you're really scared. I, I went into panic <laughs> mode and I said, but like, ah, oh my god, ah! And if I anything, just did everything stupid. <laughs> and that, I mean, that's great because you were scared and that's a good thing it's to terrified. Me. It should be scared. It's a horror game. I'm glad you were scared because that game doesn't scare me anymore. I'm glad it scared you because that's Well, even now when I look back at like the original areas, I'm like, that looks so easy now because I know because mm-hmm. I learned. Sure. And I got OP. Like if I were to go back through and do the second playthrough where you're Ada Wong or whatever mm-hmm. with my good guns. Yeah. I wouldn't get scared at all. But I also know what's going to happen. So the fear for you comes from your lack of resources at a certain time. Absolutely. It's the feeling of uselessness. And you don't not- find, like, the the, the, the blah, blah, blah guys scary in and of themselves. I kind of do, because <laughs> even when you just made that sound, I was like, oh. Um, yeah, I can't really explain it other than mm-hmm. that just scares me. Like, I just, like, have an unnatural reaction to, like, sure. here I come, I'm going to get you. Like, yeah, that yeah. feeling of, like, oh, they're mm-hmm. coming to get me, I'm running away. Like, yeah. I just, like brain immediately goes into dumb broad mode and i mm-hmm. just go run i'm the dumb girl at the horror movie that runs outside in the towel who's like oh my <laughs> god and gets killed right away because that's just what my brain does sure i think that's a pretty good segue into maybe the next big mechanic we should talk about speaking of dumb girls let's move right in to the president's daughter herself ashley yes uh, get away we... with the misogynistic <laughs> comment because i don't like ashley <laughs> And a lot of people don't like Ashley, and I can understand she's why. She's fine. She's fine. I think she's fine. Too. I'm glad you said that. She's fine. Because, you know, obviously no one likes escort missions, no. right? They're not fun. They're in tons of games. Assassin's it's like Creed. Assassin's Creed, GoldenEye, maybe the is the one the first one I remember playing on the N64. Oh, yeah, wait. Keep her alive when she's, on the, when she's on the computer, and you gotta keep her alive. Bioshock Infinite perfected it. Well, yeah, because Elizabeth can't be hurt. No, and she gives you shit, and she's a helpful person. And, like, Ellie in The Last of Us is another great yeah, example. she's good. Uh, she can't be hurt. That would... she, can, she can get grabbed, and you have to, like, maybe save her once in a while. But... That was for, like, a plot purpose. 
Yeah. So in this game, literally the whole point is to get Ashley out. That's the whole motivation for why you're doing anything. Yeah. Is to get Ashley out. And she sort of, you know, you save her and then you have to carry her around. And a lot of people don't like her. And I understand why. Because she's kind of annoying. And Leon, Leon, Leon. That's pretty good. You're pretty good Leon. at it. Leon. Sorry for I like listening on I... headphones. I'm sure that was That awful. spike down the audio, I can see. <laughs> I liked when I could say, get in the dumpster. And she's yeah. like. Oh, yes, sir. Yeah, and that's I think that's why I don't mind Ashley too much, because you're playing... You can literally like walk in a room and be like, hey, go wait in the corner, mm-hmm. uh, and that why I go clear out this area. But you were saying, is there not AI that notices that you dumped her somewhere and mm. they'll send enemies? Yeah, I think there? they do, but if you put her in a dumpster, then she's fine. But not every area has it. I mean, there's it's like a, three dumpsters, though. There was not true. many. No. There's one in that There's also not that many, because she's really not around that much, I don't think. No, she's not. You get her in the, the first area of the game in the village. You carry her around for a while. Yeah. Uh, I don't think she gets kidnapped again till the castle. But she gets kidnapped pretty early. Gets kidnapped again pretty early in the castle. She gets kidnapped and she, in the th- castle. Th- you don't have her for like four hours. You get her back. She's back for a little bit. She gets kidnapped again. <laughs> like an hour later. She's pretty peach. Then you, then you got like five hours again without her. And then she gets kidnapped. And you get her back. And then she gets kidnapped again. And then you go on the jet ski. And then you're at. And then you get her back. And then the game's over. And she hits on you. <laughs> she does hit on you, and Leon's yeah. like, "No way, bro." He wants Hunnigan. He wants um, that Hunnigan honey. That's but yeah, she's just kind of annoying. You can accidentally shoot her sometimes when she gets picked up. Yeah, that sucks. That's only ha- that. Don't, I didn't even know that was a thing until I really do that late. all the time with the sniper rifle because I would like not be paying attention to her. Oh, I gotta get her and like shoot her in the head. I'm like shit, sorry, <laughs> Ashley. <laughs> They're carrying her away. You're like, let me let Le- me fix that for you. I'd love it when Leon collapses to the ground. Every she's like, oh no, he <laughs> <laughs> falls a over. And it's like, you probably still try to get out of there, man. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. It's funny. <laughs> so that's Ashley. I don't think she's as bad as a lot of people make her out to be. She could have been, they could have made, you know what? Yeah. They really could have hammed up the stereotype and made her really stupid and really bimbo-ish. And like... Yeah. And you play as her at one point. Okay. <laughs> I mean, aren't you, you weren't happy to play as her? It very much reminded me of this, the, um, what's her name in Spider-Man? Mary Jane. Mary Jane sections in Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. I have way less, but it even made less sense for her because, you know, I mean, Leon was a cop, so I, yeah. he has some ballistic training, but she has ballistics, <laughs> ballistics too. Ballistics, nice. That's our second ballistics reference Her of the show. So. And uh, <laughs> she's 20, by the way, so this is fine. Object- I'm glad you clarified that and not me. <laughs> Objectifying women is fine if they're older. I don't know, whatever. Nice. This is going This is going to be in a lot of weird, this going to be a weird podcast. I love it. It's fine. <laughs> but yeah, like, what was I just saying? Hamming up her stereotypes. Yeah, they could have really, like, fucking made her a Kojima character, to be honest. Oh my god, here we go with the Kojima thing. You have no idea. You've never even played Metal Gear Solid. I played five. That's, that is literally nothing to do with the rest of them. <laughs> Except, yeah. We'll, we'll save that for the Metal Gear Solid episode, which I'm sure I'll make oh, you play one day. Oh no. Yeah, well, you know what I mean. They could have made her, like, oh my god, where are we going? So you're talking on, like, a personality level. Well, yeah, like, because that's very much an archetype of, like, oh, go save someone and you get there. And the reason that they're trapped is because they're a bimbo, stupid person. Mm-hmm. Like, otherwise, they would have been capable and gotten out of the situation, but no, they're still stuck. So, therefore, right. they're inaccurate, inaccurate, inadequate in some way. Sure. But hers was just that, you know, fair enough, there's a tribe of people that are enslaving, like, capturing you. Like, yeah. it's hard to get out of that situation. It's fine. And they, I was surprised how 
not dumb they made her. Like, I was almost yeah, no, a little bit very, like, okay. She's capable. She knows what she, she, she can she do listen, stuff. She listens and she gets out of the way. She opens she, doors for you and stuff. You get her to solve with some minor puzzles. It's, yeah, yeah, she's... You tell her to go do something while you fight everybody and she does it for you. Like, mm-hmm. it's very much like if you were getting escorted by a cop, you would probably act like Ashley. You would just, you would be kind of staying out of the way and doing what he told you I to mean, do. I mean, it ties in, yeah, narratively and thematically with the game's story about was she a fun character that i liked not really. no i don't like her either but she wasn't annoying and i didn't no. hate her she could have been done a lot worse could have been done a lot better yeah could have been done a lot worse i feels like almost at the very end they tried to throw in some like spunky character mm-hmm. nonsense mm-hmm. and it, it just read as like corny because yeah. you're like she didn't act like this the whole game so why are you just chucking this sure. at the end? i think that might be our next good segue into talking about maybe the story at large of this game yeah um because in a word, this game is goofy. It's kind of campy. It's bit, yeah, campy is a better word, I Which think. Which I liked. Well, it's kind of like a lot of people... This is why I don't understand a lot of people complain about... Because Resident Evil 4, some people call this the death of the series, right? Oh. Because it changed it from a more of a horror focus to an action focus mm-hmm. with characters spouting one-liners. Like, Leon has, like, a quip per minute in this game. Yeah. Rain or shine, you're going down. I knew you'd be fine if you landed on your butt. Hate to say it, but we're sandwiched, all right. Lewis! Lewis! I'm sure you boys didn't just tag along so we could sing Kumbaya together at some Boy Scout bonfire. Then again, maybe you did. I was starting to get worried. Don't you mean lonely? Sounds more like an alien invasion if you ask me. Got some business to take care of. See you later. Which I love. They're I think, all good. Yeah, it reminds me of a bad action. Movie. I like Leon. Like Leon's I, a great character. By the end of this, I was like, I like this man. Like, I think he's fun. And at the start, I was like, oh, you're just a normal dude who I'm playing as. I don't really care. Yeah. By the end of it, I was like, I like this boy. I want him to make it out of here. Absolutely. You, you like him. He's like, I love that like, he never for a moment is like taking the situation seriously. No. He's just like, even from the beginning, it's like the dude takes a swing at him. He's like, oh, that's crazy. Or like, they'll be <laughs> on the phone with him and they'll be like, we're literally going to destroy your country. And he'll be like, you're stinky. Oh, my favorite like, moment in the like, game is, is the infamous, uh, when the little, little Napoleon looking guy, yeah. uh, Salazar says, I've sent my left hand after you. And Leon, the best Leon line in the game is he goes, your left hand comes off, which is like a super stupid joke, yeah. but it's amazing. And Leon never for a minute is taking the situation seriously. Yeah. He's like, Oh, giant trolls, fish monsters. That kind of calmed me down. Yeah. Because because I was like, you oh, he's not scared. And Leon's not scared. Exactly. I'm like, okay. Le- yeah, and like the game makes you feel like an action hero in some points. Yeah. And that again ties into sort of. This, I didn't think about that. That's interesting. The quick time events, right? Like you literally suplex dudes. <laughs> you can't. You shoot them and then you Except suplex assuming them. Assuming you can do the <laughs> quick time events. Press square, which I can't do. Yeah, but you're kicking them. You're doing suplexes. He's making quips. Yeah. Um, he's always like he's flirting with the ladies. You know, yeah. it's like he doesn't take this seriously, and this, the game itself. Literally, someone will shed their skin and become a scorpion. He's like, "This is another Wednesday." He's like, "Just another monster, bro." <laughs> yeah, like nice scale. Tubular. <laughs> he didn't ever say tubular. Yeah, he kind of did. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I love Leon. I love the story in this game because it's like, yeah. you know, there's a big plot of like, oh, they want to put 
you know, the the parasites and everybody, and that's why they got Ashley, because they're going to put parasite in her. Why wouldn't they just grab a bunch of randos well, and then steal them th- and send Exactly. Them back? It's literally a dumb action movie yeah. plot. It put any sort of semblance of thought into it. And I love it. I love 80s action movies. And Resident Evil has always been campy, particularly... Have you seen any of the footage from, like, the original PS1 Resident Evil? No. And, like, the super dumb one-liners in that game? No. You've never heard Jill Sandwich? No. You ever heard Master of Unlocking? Jill oh my Sandwich? God. We should look those up and put them in the episode, because they're, okay. they're great. I mean, everyone who knows Resident Evil definitely knows them, but they're still hilarious. I'll put them in right now. This mansion is gigantic. We could get into trouble if we get lost. We should start from the first floor, okay? And Jill, here's a lockpick. It might be handy if you, the Master of Unlocking, take it with you. Hurry! This way! Oh, Barry! That was too close. You were almost a Jill sandwich. <laughs> You're right! Boom. But I love, like, this This series is so dumb. It's a dumb series about zombies and weird giant monsters and, like, yeah. everyone grows eight legs and eyeball mouths. Yeah, and <laughs> Every... no one bats an eye for some yeah, reason. Yeah, everyone's just like, oh, Leon's just like, whatever, man. Like, Ada Wong shows up in a red dress and is doing bat flips. And, and He's like, like, you're late. Leon's like, oh, what's Ada? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> and that's just like, yeah. it's, a, it's a goofy, goofy game. The plot literally doesn't matter. They're, they want to take over the world, but like, who cares? That's probably why I started to like it more, because it became less like, here's, f- here's 37 dudes to shoot in the head and more like, tongue-in-cheeky, like, yeah. kind of fun, like... Well, Silly. I like because, like, I, like we said earlier, this game is literally a series of shooting galleries. Essentially, like that's what every room is. It's like, yeah. okay, I see twelve guys here. Like, oh, I can snipe them, and a TMP be good for them, and a shotgun be good for them. And these yeah. guys have shields, and these guys have dynamite. And yeah. These guys, their head fell off, and they got to skip it. Yeah. Over there, we call them skippets. For the people who don't know what skippets are, we'll put one on the screen. I yeah. Uh, so the very, fr- I think the first time you see someone who even has a skippet head, you come. <laughs> you're coming. Skippet head. You're, you're going down that river, and I was playing with my friend Michael, mm-hmm. and he was he loves it because I scream the whole time. And he thinks it's funny, and I there was just one dude coming up the lane towards me, and I was like, oh, come on, game, like what's this? You know I can kill these, and I shot him in the head, and then immediately yeah, like, it goes like. And then, like, it comes out of it as this huge thing. And the I don't know why, but my first thing, I just went, it's a skip it! Because <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, this long technically thing that whips you. And the thing I've been doing the whole time is cheesing it, where I shoot them in the leg and just run up. And, like, the knife action's hilarious also. Leon uses a knife, like, like he's so cutting that. a pizza or something. He's like... Is that how you cut your pizza? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what is this, then? Throwing a, I don't know. He's throwing a, a frisbee. Like, he doesn't stab. He slashes. He slashes. <laughs> and he bends down. He hooks his hand. He goes like this. Mm-hmm. And anyway, so what I've been doing is just doing that and then stabbing them four times. And I was saving a ton of bullets. And then, yeah, so I shot him in the leg. Oh, can we hold on a sec? Were you learning something about the game due to its mechanics and appreciating it Because I watched, some, I watched a video that said uh, tips and that's tricks. That's okay, too. And he said, shoot them in the leg and then you can stab them and you save a ton I of bullets. I could have told you that. Uh, well, you tend to just be like, you're doing it wrong! That's true. <laughs> and then I scream. I'm not very supportive. And then I scream even more because I'm frightened and upset with myself that <laughs> you're mad I'm at me. I'm scared and terrified. <laughs> I'm terrified and inaccurate. <laughs> I can't say inadequate. Inaccurate. inadequate today. Inaccurate. 
inadequate. Oh, inadequate. Sorry, yeah. I thought because you're I'm gone, also you were in- inaccurate. <laughs> Why can't I talk? Um, but anyway, so the skip it had popped out. Mm-hmm. And then we just kept calling them skippets, and it really stuck. And mm-hmm. it was, like, to the point where, you know when the, you'd shoot them on the head, and there's kind of, like, a few three-second window where they're, st- they're still standing, mm-hmm. and they're headless, and you're like, it's going to be skip it. And you're yep. just, like, waiting. And then either they'll fall, and you're like, we're skip it free. Or it'll pop out, and we all go, skip it! <laughs> it's just, like, I don't <laughs> yep. know why. It made me like the game more. It made them not as scary. Sure. But some of the enemies were scared me, the dickens out of me. Yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously, oh. there's a couple. There were generators. We can talk about them now if you want. <laughs> in my opinion, probably the only scary enemy the in sound, the game. The sound. The sound they make. <laughs> I'll put it in right yeah, now. It's... Spooky. It's like that's the worst because you enter an area and you know they're in the area because they play that auditory warning so immediately you walk into the area and you're like okay where are they you can only kill them with rifle ammo with yes. a thermoscope mm-hmm. they're like the first time you see one i crapped my pants because <laughs> it's true i was there it was amazing what, something i pointed out that you laughed at was you're never gonna have a good time in a horror game if you enter a medical lab (laughs) ever there's never a time where you enter the medical lab and you go we found the cure it's always like the experiments ground zero especially in this series i know you have the other ones but literally every lab in this series is a bad time (laughs) i hate labs i hate medical labs in every movie ever because everything bad that's ground zero of where the shit started right always why else do they have a medical lab to cure a disease no they're doing it to make monsters little parasites yeah oh my god so you go in and there (laughs) i'll put footage of this so there's you can see how scary it is you go in and there you can see through a window that there is something on a cot and it's like this huge darkened corpse looking body and and mm-hmm. i was like i need to test the door to see if i need to go in there and it was locked and i was like thank you game i don't gotta <laughs> go in here it's locked haha mm-hmm. so i just ignored it and so i went into another room on the right and there's like another frozen body that's getting killed by a plagueis or something sure that for some reason was frozen i don't know why it was frozen yeah. but anyways so to, then to look spooky i grabbed a bunch of ammo and stuff and then as soon as you could, and then i was like what to do nothing scary happened in the lab time to leave and i went back out the door and as soon as you open the door he's just like it's like a little kid who's like i threw up <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> just like standing there and he was like eight feet tall mm-hmm. and then so i screeched my brains out and then i ran, you run around the corner and then there's another one standing right there too who came from nowhere yeah and then that one blocks you and they pick you up and they absolutely obliterate you yeah those little knives come out of their bodies you can't get close to them and they're they're pre- it's like what's the guy's name with the hat in Resident Evil Two? Oh, Mister X. X. Yeah, it's very Mister X vibes, but like sure. they're more just like corpses essentially. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, they really scared me. And then you learn how to kill them with infrared things. You can only kill them if you kill all the little buggies on them, and you yep. can only do it with rifle ammo. And then they just keep popping up. They do. And I literally have to pause every few seconds to like compose <laughs> myself to figure out if I have enough rifle ammo. If I don't, I just start running. Sure. And you get really short with me because you're like, just focus and shoot them. And I'm like, oh, God, yeah. oh, like running around. Absolutely. Because <laughs> you can kill them in two seconds. You're not scared of them. Yeah. Right. You're desensitized to them. Sure. That's fair. Like that is something as, you know, for a first time player, they're probably a lot scarier. And that's, that's very fair. We ended, I ended off a session entering a room where they are and I only had two rifle ammo and I was like, that's enough for today. I turned it off. 
Then the next day, we all sat down to play it again. And as soon as it booted up, all I heard was like, like yeah, indicating yeah. one was nearby. And I immediately paused. I was like, I don't want to, let's play Overwatch. Like, I don't want to play this anymore. <laughs> God. And it's not even that scary. No. Like, the enemies are not even that scary than, like, Twilight Princess enemies. Yeah, they're, really. just, like, they're just, like, re-deads in Twilight Princess. It's, Prin- the, ambi- it's yeah. the ambiance, I guess, that yeah. gets me. I mean, I guess that's to the game's credit, because it's trying to scare you, so, like, it's working. Yeah, <laughs> it worked. <laughs> um, I think, that, and a lot of it, like, I think the sound design in this game is great, just as a general, you know, note on the audio. Like, yeah. Like, it sounds really good when you shoot somebody, that the popping sounds, very satisfying, yeah. the, you know... When you blow up a shield, the wood breaking sounds good. The, yeah, it the was music good. always like you always know there's an enemy around because the music's going like whatever whatever the oh, sound. Oh, whenever is. this the music went away and it was just quiet, I was like, yeah, it's great. Then you feel <laughs> safe. You can explore the save room theme. Always a great time yeah. in these games. Always good. Yes. Um. Yeah. Great audio. I mean, no, I didn't really like the save room theme. It still was a bit too full of dread for me. Oh, really? Interesting. It's no, it's no RE2 save room theme, but what is? What is the RE2 save room thing? Oh, I can't like? sing it, but you should put it in. It's really good. Okay, here goes. Boom. Okay, I want to go back a little bit because um, you kind of talked a couple minutes ago. I went on a few tangents of things. No, that, that was me. that was great. That was wonderful. That people want your experience, and I want it too. I'm a big. I just am a chicken. But I want to talk about sort of the pacing of this game. Uh huh. And there's a couple of listener questions we'll get to about the pacing. That's but we'll my save, sort of. We'll save those for the end. Yeah, exactly. But here's my sort of take on it, right? Because I think this game does a really good job of introducing elements to you letting you perfect them and then throwing a throwing a, a curveball it's like the skip it's for example right <laughs> yeah so like the game up to that point is like you're learning okay i should shoot them in the head right that's a good thing. shoot them in the head shoot them in the head yeah. and then eventually shoot them in the head oh a big thing pops out and you can't stab them anymore because they whip it skip it exactly you. that's exactly my point when you so now, when you would go like this and whip ankles of kids yeah. in the playground yeah skip it the game's constantly <laughs> trying to give you new elements to contend with yeah um which i love because, like, okay, now they, they give you guys with shields. Now, okay, now I gotta yeah. use a stronger weapon and waste some of my ammo there. Or do I try to move around them? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, so yeah. I love that. I'm just wondering, was there any time where you thought the game maybe, like, threw a curveball at you that wasn't warranted? Well, like, it, was there any, like, let me put it this way. Was there any bed of chaos moments in this game where you're like, that's bullshit? No. That's good. Um, bed of, For all our Dark but, Souls fans out there, they know what that bed means. Bed of Chaos <laughs> is an absolutely in the ground like <laughs> level of example to use because yeah. that is the most. I will literally go to my grave saying that is the, one of the worst bosses ever made. And no one would disagree with you. I don't. I hope not. I don't want to meet the monster who thinks that's my favorite Dark Souls boss. I never <laughs> have been more mad at specifically game developers. Dark Souls in every episode of Game Makeup, we talk about it at least once. Because <laughs> like I am very like at, I'm very adamant on leave developers alone never bother them they're just at work but who made that like come on you guys there's like one guy from software who's just like who's probably a lovely dude who just was like we need to we need a boss really quick make it like this and he just made it up so there's no there no no bit of chaos moments for you what's his name in the sewers was kind of fucking hard oh it 
Not to be confused with Stephen King's King's? It. (laughs) It's called It? Not Well, yeah, I think it has an actual name, but, like, I know uh, Little Napoleon got... I always forget his name. I get Salazar and Sadler mixed up all the time. I want to say Salamander. Salamander. That's what you call them. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, he has, like, a big uh, monster that they goes like, I've sent it after you. And I'm like, I don't know. I, th- I think it has a name, but I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I'm not going to Resident Evil lore. I'm not a nerd. Should I look it up right now? Sure. Put it on the screen. Say what it is. Okay. One sec. Let me look it up. Yeah. But it's like a big, just put it Resident Evil 4 and I'm sure it'll come up. All bosses in it. You're, you're on Resident Evil 8 right now. Oh God. I also spelled boss wrong. <laughs> it's only four letters. <laughs> So dumb I am. I liked Krauser. Yeah, U3. There, that's it there. U3. Yeah, but it's just called It. Anyway, yeah, he's kind of bullshit. Yeah. But I, I gave you the super secret way to beat him really quick. Which is just <laughs> and I like, still fucked it up. Haley found a rocket launcher. I was like, you should save that. And she's like, well, I should use it. I was like, no, you should save it. And then she one-shotted the, the guy in the sewer. Explain the first time I <laughs> missed him. You did miss. You did miss. <laughs> Michael, my the other Michael said, imagine if she because like you care it also takes up a huge spot in your inventory yeah it's massive which we should probably say like the inventory storing thing is really fun in this it's like a little you like the inventory management you remember that taxi thing where you have to get the taxi out yeah, of the yeah. box it kind of reminded me of that yeah that, that game where yeah. You, yeah that's interesting because uh I liked it a lot of people don't like the inventory management well I always upgraded it when I could so mm-hmm. I like I saved money specifically yeah. only for that I mean maybe it's because when I play it like I'm such a I'm such an you know anal sort of nerd about my inventory space that yeah. like you know i'm like oh i have to have this with this and this and i have to leave that behind but there you kind of you were playing it more fast and loose than i would there was I only play. one time i left ammo behind yeah because i because you know why mm-hmm. because i'm using so much ammo and i'm missing and you're not <laughs> well that's probably true <laughs> and I, you just you have and honestly you, it worked out you you like never were uh, lacking space in the game which is no. great so anyways, but I was carrying the freaking rocket launcher around, and it's, it is a big honking, like, takes up 8 mm-hmm. by 2 space or something. Yep. Like, it's a honking thing. And it was like, why am I carrying this? And I kept, literally every time there was, like, a fight, I was like, is this where I use it? And you'd be like, no. Mm-hmm. That's probably where you help me the most. You're like, sure. save that. Save it. And all it does is just get you money, because you can yeah. skip that fight. Yeah. But, <laughs> so, my <laughs> Michael, my other Michael said, my other Michael mm-hmm. said, watch her have carried this for two chapters, and she misses <laughs> And she did. And he was, there's a spot where you shoot a ice thing, like a, a liquid nitrogen mm-hmm. container, and it freezes him. And he quite literally was like. <laughs> I literally can't move. And I took him. I said, ah! And I shot it, and it whizzed by his head, and I missed mm-hmm. him. So I let it let, let him kill me, and I did it again. And I hit him the second time, and it one shot killed him. Yeah. That's like the, the like literally rocket launcher one shots every boss in this game, which is fun. Like, which you wouldn't know unless you. Told no, me. that's the thing, and like this is like why you did you only you only played this game once, mm-hmm. which is comp- you know and super I, fair. I only will. That's fair, uh, that's but this game does offer a lot of incentives for replaying it. You know, you start a new game plus run. You have all your weapons, all your ammo, all your upgrades. So then you know you're just mm-hmm. literally one shotting everyone, which is really satisfying to yeah. replay, right? Because like. All those guys in the village that gave you trouble, you literally stand in one spot and just blow them away. That's and fun. it feels it's really satisfying. That does feel good. And you unlock cool costumes. That's like in Dark Souls where you loop around and you're OP. Oh, there's nothing better than you, in Dark Souls than starting that shit. New Game Plus and then killing the asylum demon in like two hits. You're a new game plus hoe. Oh, give me new game I'll play I love New Game Plus. Always New Game Plus. Put it in everything. Does it game. just make you feel a little good about yourself? Well, it just makes you feel strong. Yeah. Even even in your personal life? Yeah. 
you feel strong. I need, I need those wins, you know? I need those W's. <laughs> Not enough W's for old Mikey Tucky. <laughs> need them all. I need a couple more W's in the game world. Yeah, but it's a game that, That's you know, funny. it has reasons to keep playing it. You can get infinite rocket launcher. You can get... Uh, That's insane. That doesn't even make it... Would that even be no, fun? No, it's hilarious, because then you can beat the game in, like, three hours, because you just rocket launcher everybody. Mm. And then you, like, you unlock Leon in a cool, like, 1920s gangster outfit. That's fun. You can unlock him in his Raccoon City Police Department outfit. (laughs) Department. Um, Yeah, so it's great. It's a lot of fun to replay this game. I've played it so many times. Um, Again, I've played, yeah, I've played and playing it since 2006, so it's been a large part of my life. Are you excited that I now know about it and you... And that I've played well, it. Well, like, l- let me turn around you. Like, are you glad you played it to see the sort of, like... Because I think... Well, can you admit that, like, maybe, like, seeing... Uh, not, that, that, that was phrased harshly. No, no, I like it. Can you admit? <laughs> what admit can it. I, what, what can I um, admit? That, like, you know, seeing this game... And, you know, you're, I know you like third-person shooters. You play a lot of Red Dead Redemption. Yeah. You play a lot of Grand Theft Auto. Yep. Uh, Watch Dogs. Like, yeah. Do, I think... Can you see some data from Resident Evil 4 in those games? And uh, it's yeah. shooting? For I mean, sure. that's just, you know... And, like, understanding... It's, Cap- it's their Capcom classics, like... Mm-hmm. There's a reason Capcom is a monolith now. They've yeah. made a ton of amazing games for years, and and you know they're just not my cup of tea. And that's like I'm I hate people that are like, because I don't like this, it sucks. Like no, like yeah. like I tend I tend to not try to have an opinion on a game unless I've played it. Sure, that's that's a good way to be. <laughs> I'm too tired. That's a good way to be internet. <laughs> I'm just too tired. I don't know yeah. how people hop online and get mad about everything these days. It's sure. like if I've played it and I don't like it, I get a little mad. But yeah. Um, and I really didn't like it at the start, and I was quite, I, I could see you being a little sad, because you were like, oh no, she doesn't like it, yeah, and like, sure. whatever, and I was like, I was trying to hold it back, but I was like, this sucks, like, I really did hate it. Yeah, so you did, absolutely. We I was some, like, this, like, this is gonna be a short episode, I should be like, I hate it. <laughs> we have some good queries about that later. Actually. Yes, no, I can't we'll, wait to, the listener we'll, questions are great this week, I can't um, wait to get into them. Yeah, they are really good. This week, this month, this, we don't this do this month. weekly. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> if we had to play, do this weekly, I had to play a 14 hour game every week. No, anyways. Yeah. Um, lost my train of thought. You're just happy. You happy you played it? Yes. Happy of an opinion on it? Because I often, like, this is something that I always have been like with games is because I started playing games, like, a lot really late in my life. Sure. Um, not that my parents discouraged me, but they kind of discouraged me from playing video games that much when I was little. Mm-hmm. But I, my, mm-hmm. I had an older brother, so we always had consoles, so I would just play the consoles when he was busy and stuff, and that's kind of how mm-hmm. I started. So I always kind of felt like I had this big gray area, and then I worked in games for a while. Yep. And sometimes people would be like, well, this is so much like Dark Souls, and I always had to be like, I'm out of this conversation because I just haven't played any of those, especially mm-hmm. ones that were like, you know, marketed for boys, so that sure. I would have never got my hands on them, because mm-hmm. the only games I got gifted were like Horses with a Z, or Barbie Horse Adventure. I liked Horses, so... That'll I'd... be the next game makeup episode is horses with you know what they're good games (laughs) i'll go to bat for them but you know what i mean like if games were marketed towards boys it was like 10 times harder for me to get my hands on them because people in my life perceived me as not wanting that yeah so i always felt like i had this huge hole and like i like saying i've beat a resident evil yeah that's a great part about this show i want to like sort of like i've been playing games a lot of these games and for you to experience what is considered like one of the greatest games of all time a seminal classic and we won't spoil one of the next, the future games coming up, but it's another one, another classic that I'm excited for you to play. But we won't spoil it here now, but look yeah. forward to it. 
Yeah. So yeah, that's awesome. I'm so, glad. Yeah, I'm glad that you played it as well. It's almost kind of like homework, and you kind of hate it for a bit. But mm-hmm. then you're like, and then when you finish your book, you had to read. You're like, okay, well, yeah. I feel like I'm smarter for having read that. Absolutely. But it's... in this case, it's just more gamer literate. And I think it is an important game. I think it's an important game. Just in whatever is the canon of video games, I think it's important uh, as a turning stone for the series, as a turning stone for third-person shooters. Yeah. And yeah, it's a very important game. Uh, Well, that was great. I can see why it has a... It's in the zeitgeist and stuff. I mean, this game has a large... I mean, there's a reason it's been ported to literally every system under the sun. The VR? We were watching some VR footage. Yes, that looks really cool. It actually looks kind of good. Yeah. Uh, Oculus is making a VR version of this game, and it actually looks like it's improved in like numerous ways. And you know, I, I, I neither of us have played Resident Evil Eight, but obviously, from I, what I've seen, the footage looks a lot, takes a lot I from this game. I kind of want to play Resident Evil Eight. I would love to watch you play Resident Evil Eight. I kind of do, not just because Tall Lady, who is so hot, but also just because it looks more campy. Even though I don't, like, you know, I don't know if it is. Maybe that's just the marketing. Oh, no, I, I think for sure it is. Of all the... It's got giant, you know, vampire ladies. Who are sassy, and they're like, little man, you, know, you little speck. I'm like, yeah. Resident Evil 7 it. was clearly, and it's taken inspiration from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. With its hillbilly family. And, yeah. You know, this this is a series of tropes and camp that, you know, constantly relies on them and reinvents those tropes. Also, this is a fun fact. I meant to mention this uh, earlier, but... Did you know have you, the the turbulent development you know? his, development history of this game? Why do we always play games with turbulent development history? Because those are the best ones. They always end up <laughs> doobie in the best. What uh, happened with this, this game? I think originally started development in like 1999 or 2000. Oh my god! Uh, and uh, it had a bunch of different teams, a bunch of versions, but like you know, Devil May Cry. Yeah. So, the original version of Resident Evil Four is what became Devil May Cry. That's weird. Yeah, it was supposed to be like, you know, again, like a more of an action focus with like yeah. a cool guy in a trench coat. And then they said, <laughs> this doesn't feel like Resident Evil. And then it became Devil May Cry. Leon's in two and three. Two, two and four and six. And Dead by Daylight. Dead by Daylight. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Operation Raccoon City. What is that? <laughs> that was, it was like a super is bad. Is that like Link's crossbow No, chain? it was like, it was like a multiplayer team-based shooter where you, yeah, it was, it, you probably would probably liked it, it actually. It online? Yeah, you played as like a team of like, oh, uh, I want to see footage um, of that Umbrella right now. Forces. Oh, it sucked, dude. Is it's it such... kind of like Last of Us multiplayer? No, it was more like, you're, uh, it was like kind of like Left 4 Dead. I wouldn't have played that. Can you guess why? <laughs> but like, it was like a team-focused multiplayer shooter and you could like kill Leon and like it altered the history of the game. So yeah, Leon S. Kennedy is like is become, I like can we talk about Leon for a Yeah, minute? I would love talking about Leon. I like Leon. Leon. He's a uh, he's He's cute. He, he's always I wanted him to be in Smash for a long time. Oh my god, no he couldn't. Why not? As much as I love the boy, he couldn't Snakes pull off. in Smash, he could be in Smash. Snake has a trillion billion things to do. What does Leon have? He has a knife and a gun. He can throw Snake literally throws grenades and shoots and like Leon could do that. But then it's just gonna be like a snake clone. And then Leon could like suplex people. And say bingo and like kick them in the head. Bingo. I mean, it's kind of like Joker, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, Leon's a great character. He's like obviously. I don't quite think he could pull off Smash. I'll he's s- probably the. I'll, I mean, I don't know what he's in the official polls of popular, but he's probably like third behind like Chris and Jill from the first game. Who's Chris? Chris Redfield. He's like the main guy from RE1. Oh. Him and Jill are the main characters. I know Jill. Jill Valentine. She's in, she's, she's in Dead, Dead by, by Daylight. Daylight. <laughs> which you will, yeah, you play Dead by That's Daylight. That's another thing. Why am I not scared of Dead by Daylight, but I'm terrified of this? 
Because, do you think you can play as the because he plays the killer in Dead by Daylight? Mm, I can like get the perspective of the scary thing. You should play. Um, I love Dead by Daylight. Probably. I think I think you can play the monsters in. There's really? like there's a multiplayer mode for Resident Evil Three Remake where you and could you pl- be, kill them. I think you play as like the nem. I I might be completely wrong. But I think the you nemesis play as is the in nemesis. Dead by Daylight too. He is. I can play as him in there. This is a big Dead by Daylight ad. <laughs> let's just I'm gonna let's just have a Dead by Daylight episode. That would be fun. Mm-hmm. Anyways. No, I hate that game. Exactly why we should have an episode. <laughs> Fair. But yeah, Leon's great. What do you like about Leon? Tell me about. I him. just like him. He made me like I think, and I really didn't think about it until you were talking about it a bit earlier. He made me feel better because he was. He was like, I'm confident in my abilities, so you should be confident in your abilities because sure. you're me. Yeah. And I was like, okay. And that was like a subconscious thing because I'm Leon. And if Leon seems like he's okay, then I feel okay. And that's so, I literally haven't thought about that till just now. That's probably a very deliberate choice by, <laughs> yeah. and, you know, because in the older Resident Evils, when Leon in Resident Evil 2, he's a, like in this game, he's a trained U.S. Marine He's agent. capable. He's capable. In Resident, he has Evil, in Resident Evil Two, he's the he's a rookie cop on his first day on the job. Oh. So it makes sense why he feels like not as Jittery. great and scared, mm-hmm. like because you're scared. But in this game, you're literally playing as a trained Navy SEAL guy. And he's making jokes and he's making light of the situation. Yeah, he's... and and it makes me happy and it calmed me down. Plus, he's cute mm-hmm. for as as low poly as he looked. He looks sure. cute. I think that might lead into sort of like, I guess I'll get into. I mean, I know it's me talking about your critiques of the game, but I want to talk about my critiques of the game. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's that, again, I don't find the game that scary. Yeah. Uh, it makes you maybe feel too capable at times. and I get, But again, it's like it's not a horror game, so I guess I shouldn't be... Mm-hmm. I mean, it's supposed to be a horror game, but it is an action game first and foremost, I think. Yeah. So I kind of wish there was more times where I did feel um, more weak. Trapped. Yeah. Because again, like like we like were saying earlier, the controls kind of make you feel weak, yeah. so like it could really add more to the tense atmosphere of the game. But again, if I want that, I can just play Resident Evil Two Remake. So maybe I can just leave this game alone. I don't know. Don't ever make me play Resident Evil Two Remake, please. No. I want to, but I won't. I I'll won't. maybe stream that as a goof on Halloween or something. That'd be great. But that's about that it. That game's awesome. It's so good, dude. Mm. It's so good. <laughs> I hate it so much. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Any, is there anything you want to, before we get into the listener questions, anything you want to, like, want to talk about? I feel like we must cover more things. Oh, I want to like talk boss, about... Boss battles? Or? Sure. We can talk about boss well, battles. Well, you, you just feel like you had to throw Well, I got, a, I got I got an issue that I kind of remember now that I want to talk about. Yeah. I want to talk about Krauser. Yeah? <laughs> okay. So, here's my problem with Krauser. And don't get me wrong, Krauser is awesome. He's super campy, too. Well, he's so campy. And, like, I'm sure there's, like a bunch of lore or a book or a game or a movie I didn't watch when I was a kid that, he's that explains to? who the hell Krauser is. Is he never in a Resident Evil game? He's in Resident Evil Dark Side Chronicles 2, which is a... Leon week... acts like he knows... Well, went, that's the he thing. He fought with him, he said. The game treat... Like, when Krauser is revealed, he's like, you know, you're, you're, like, you're hey, in the it's ca- you. He's like, it's like, it's like, it cuts to him and it's like, oh my god, like, but I'm like, who the fuck is this guy i don't know who he is leon says they used to well they know they know each other so obviously something happened between re2 and re4 where they were a thing yeah like i never played that game i don't Mm. know who they are and as far as as i know dark side chronicles 2 came out after Resident Evil 4 yeah where you did play as him and leon 
I just assumed I didn't know enough about, like, Resident Evil lore. No, and, and ma- sm- again, maybe I missed something, but, like, I had no idea who he was. And not crowds are super cool, but, like, the game trying to act like I should know and care who he is when I have no idea who he is. Oh, interesting. I and just thought again, I didn't know. that might be playing into that action movie trope of, like, oh, my God, it's, like, my long-lost my comrade. friend. From, you know, it's, like, you know, the, like, it's, like, Predator. You've never seen Predator, but between no. Schwarzenegger and uh, Dylan, when they do their... Dylan. It's a big moment. Yeah. But yeah, I thought that was kind of weird. And also, I liked Kaiser. And you know, I, there, there's a listener questions about the boss fight, so I, won't, I don't want to get too much into it, but okay. I'll just say I kind of... A lot of the bosses in this game are pretty much just shoot it until it dies, and they're not yeah. very interesting. Except for the last one had a little bit of strat. Oh, the, fi- the final, final final boss? Final boss. Yeah. Who wasn't even hard. Well, you also had like... 26 magnum shots left i saved them for just him <laughs> just for his little knees yeah i saved them for his little knees mm-hmm. but yeah a lot of the bosses are like hey i'm a big monster with a very off it's like literally like a zelda boss it's like oh look at my huge gross eyeball oh my god it's like i can't even count how many times twilight princess did here's my eyeball it's bright yellow yeah and now and then you obviously resable's doing it here too it's just okay probably shoot him in the gross eyeball right yeah which that is was, like not that interesting that was like the only boss that did that you should I know you wanted to tell the story of my other boss. What's the other boss? I didn't quite know what to do, and I didn't climb on his back. Oh, the El Gigante. Uh, El yeah. Gigante. Probably, probably one of the more famous enemies from the game. They look like the cave trolls from uh, Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings. I, I referred to him as Swole um, Gollum. Swole Gollum. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah, obviously, um, big, big giant, and you shoot him a bunch, and eventually after you shoot him a bunch, a... You know the, these plagas, these parasites that are in all the enemies in the game, come out of his back. Come out, come out of his back, and you know what Haley did is absolutely correct. You can do this. You can just shoot the parasite, but Haley doesn't have great aim in this game. I think that's a fair statement, what? right? You had a lot of trouble aiming. That was okay. Yeah, you missed a lot. So, but like when <sighs> when he came out of his back, you had a, you had a lot of trouble hitting it. You weren't there. Yes, I was. <laughs> I was there for the second two. The other two, you were there. I ran but away, in this though. game. One of its many quick time prompts is to jump onto the giant's back and slash it with your knife. I can't wait to defend myself. <laughs> okay, and that and this you did, for my, like I, again I wasn't there for this, but you didn't do that. You just shot him. Just shot him and wasted a bunch of ammo. I wasted like eighty shots. Okay, and that's yeah, that's what happened. So that's fine. You still beat him. Yeah, but I went to the next area and I struggled for sure. it. I mean, that's just the game. You, you can choose to just Here's shoot. Here's my it. question. Yeah, go ahead. How on earth? Was I supposed to know I run to the back and climb his back? There's absolutely, there's no indication. No. There's no, like, climbable spot that looks like that's what you're supposed to do. He just, he was, I was shooting him with my my gun, and he was on the other side of the arena. Mm -hmm. He dropped to his knees, and the thing popped out. What have I done to every single skip it that's popped out is shoot it. Yeah. Up to this point. So I said, oh. Bang, 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 bang. And it was like a strong one, so it took a million shots, and yep. eventually I killed it. It's early game, too. You have, <laughs> you have very strong guns. And so then Michael was with me later, and I was fighting another one. Two of them, actually, in a magma pit. <laughs> and you said, go jump, go, hurry, go jump on his back. And I said, huh? What are you talking about? <laughs> and you said, what the fuck have you been doing? <laughs> and I say, I shoot them, of course, because literally every other parasite that pops out the the only thing i can do is shoot it mm-hmm. if i get close to it i get skipped in the ankle yeah so of course i should stay over here and shoot it sure and you said no run right up to it an inch away and climb them and k- kill it mm-hmm. there's 
no excuse. There is no reason that you can tell me right now that I was supposed to know that. Besides, you saw someone do it and you knew to do it. I'll say. Never. You can't convince me. You're like 99.99999% right. And I agree I agree with like so much with what you're saying. Thank you. But that makes me feel good. my only argument would be, okay. and this is a very bad argument. I'll be the first one to admit it, and I've never really thought about it because like I'm not sure how I figured it out when I was a you kid. You probably watched like Luke. Dude I'm sure there was like an episode of X Play or something or yeah. Playground that taught me about it. Yeah. But you, you shoot dudes, and you can go up and press square to kick them. So maybe your mind might go. I can run up to this guy and do something. I respect. And, and, that, and that's a bad argument. I'm the first one to admit it. But, like, maybe. I respect you setting up your argument by saying it's bad. Because yes. you don't do that to the skip-its. No, you you're don't. You're supposed to You're give, supposed to stay away from you're them. You're supposed to. You've no, been taught I, to give you're the right. skip You're right. You're 100% right. 99.999%. I don't think I've ever... You told me I'm right. <laughs> that's, that's a very sad thing. That's not true. <laughs> but, yeah. Like, um, that I makes, guess... I feel better. I feel therapeutic. A general, maybe as a, a question on quick time events in this game. Sure. Because uh, this is like, again, like I said at the top of the show, <laughs> this and God of War were kind of the big starters of quick time events, which are now yeah. become a staple in so many games, right? Press square to do cool thing in yeah. video game, pretty much. Yeah. Um, did you like them in this game? Did you like their implementation? Did you like that in cutscenes <laughs> kind of, you kind of had to be on your toes? Yeah. Um, uh, I was bad at them, so I died quite frequently. The <laughs> they were hilarious when you, because they're some of the best deaths in the game when you fuck yeah. them up. I think you, me, and Michael and Ellis laughed the hardest, the absolute yeah. hardest was when I was fighting, who was the original guy who had two different, oh, he had red eyes, maybe he had two different color eyes, really tall hooded Oh, the, guy. Vi- the village chief. The village chief. So you fight him. Menendez, I think his name is. Who knows? That Mendes. sounds. That sounds right. Yeah. And so he comes out and he becomes like a huge scorpion guy, and he's really as, as you do in Resident Evil. I screamed my little throat out yeah. <laughs> during that fight. Mm-hmm. And he. Uh, so at the very start, though, you think you're safe in cutscenes, and you're not. Um, like I learned that quite quickly. Yep. And this was kind of the first one. So the, the first time I did it, it said to press R two and L two, and I was like, I was having a sip of my beer, and I was like oh and i missed it so yeah. then i died like immediately he chopped my head off and it was like you are dead and then it puts yeah. you back so then the next time and you knew this is gonna happen i yeah, feel it like it was really funny i got all ready i said i'm ready to go and i had my fingers completely primed on l2 and r2 and i was just waiting for it to happen and as soon as the quick time event happened it was now x and square they mm-hmm. switched them which is fair to keep you on your toes but yeah. i went and I smashed L2 and R2, and then he dummied me again. Yeah. And I think we all laughed for, like, five minutes. And that's fun. Like, that's... I like that. Yeah. It's way better. Like, and I said, I did the same thing as last time. Yeah. We all, like, thought it was really funny. Yeah, it's interesting that, like, this is one of those first games to introduce quick time events and is one of the best Keep games your... to have still done it to this day. Well, I like quick time events, and the, re- the quick time events, the reason for them existing isn't just so you feel like you're doing something. It's to make you feel like you need to be paying attention. Sure. And you know what else? This It reminded me of Until Dawn's quick time events. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Love. I love Until Dawn. Great I, know, game. I know you're thinking, but I thought you were a big chicken. I don't... Certain things, I guess. Mm-hmm. I'm not too scared of Until Dawn. You just don't like zombies or zombie-like people. Thank you for understanding me <laughs> and accepting me for who I am. <laughs> By making me play this horrible game. By making me play you. a zombie-esque game for 14 hours. Not zombies, though. I said zombie-esque. To be fair. Um, but, yeah, so until the reason for Until Dawn's quick-time events 
is to keep you on your toes. That's mm-hmm. the whole purpose. So to you, keep you engaged. Yes. Yeah, so you never feel like you can go, oh, let's watch a cutscene of Emily running. Cover my hands in Doritos and like, like wait yeah, for it to chicken start. wings chicken or whatever. Wings, yeah, like, yeah. yeah, and then you sh- like you're supposed to be like, I'm in danger. I'm leaning forward. I'm paying attention. I'm mm-hmm. nervous. I'm paying attention. But whereas other games do quick time events for it to be like. Something stupid. It'll be like, well, I mean, even climb like, a branch. Yeah, and you're like, like square. Even the latest God of War, which again, God of War 2018, great Love game. That Love game. that game. But it was kind of just like, okay, I hit a bunch of like, now I press square to like do something cool. Yeah. It doesn't feel like as engaging. No. And I, I want to talk about the best example of the same when we get into our listener questions. Of course, this question about like uh, the boss fights again. I want to get to where I want to talk about my favorite part in the whole game, but. Mm-hmm. uh I don't know, on that point, do we want to get into listener questions? I feel like yeah, we've covered a lot, so where do you want to start? Let's start right now. Got a selection of good things on sale, stranger. Make sure you uh, follow us on Twitter, and uh, and you can, like, well, we usually tweet out when we want your listener questions. You can post those questions on there, and we'll try to get to them all on the show. So I'm going to go to the first one here. Okay. Oh, here we go. We have the thread right here. That's your that's your Twitter, though. We won't be to make up Twitter. There it we is. go. All right, so our first question, we'll do it from the top. This is from uh, Rob Hudak of the Draft Punks, which is another great podcast. You should definitely check them out. We've both been on that show now. and They're lovely, lovely We love those guys. It's a great show, one of my favorite podcasts. Definitely check them out. They did an episode on Bloodborne Bosses. Super awesome. So, Rob, thank you for your question. Rob asks, how well do you think the game holds up? Do you think the game struggles with pacing, or is it smooth sailing start to finish? I mean, Haley, you can. I mean, you want to go first? I'll I mean, go first. I mean, I don't know how it holds up because I've only played it now. That's fair. That's fair. Um, for me, Rob, and listeners of the world, I think this game is smooth sailing for about eighty percent of it. Mm-hmm. I really love the village section. I love the castle section. I think those game those sections are excellently paced. I don't. I did not like the island that much. Well, that's what I'm going to get into. I don't like the island. Mm-mm. I think the game really runs out of steam towards the end because you normally in the village and the castle, every room is like, okay, something new. Again, there's shields, there's skippets, there's a cool mechanic. There's a guy, the blind guys with the big knife hands. Like it's giving you new things, bells to interact with. Oh, the I time... hated those guys. <clears throat> By the time you get to the island, you already have all your weapons. You already have them pretty much all upgraded to the point you want them. So the game really has nothing interesting to do except throw a lot of enemies at you. Yeah. Uh, again, the regenerators are obviously a cool part of the island. I mean, you don't like them, but they're, no. they're, they're, a, they're a unique enemy. But I will say they don't really do anything interesting with them because you get the thing to solve their puzzle immediately when you fight them, which is the infrared scope. You like well, find you it in the room. Well, you them. I mean, but I think they could have done it in a cool way. Like, I'm not a game designer, so I don't know how to do it, but... Maybe there could have been a cool way to integrate that infrared scope earlier. So, like, it kind of gives you a tip because you literally find a memo that says, hey, use the infrared scope. Yeah. Uh, which I just think, yeah, that's kind of boring. A little bit. Uh, but, yeah, I find the pacing on the island really bad. There could have been, like, you're looking through a medical device and it's coming sure. towards you and it's infrared. And then yeah. there's, like, an infrared on the table Absolutely. or something. Or maybe, like, there's en- maybe you get, like, an early version of the infrared scope at the village that helps you deal with a certain enemy there. So that way the principle is set instead of, like, getting to the room here's a memo that tells you the infrared scope, here's the infrared scope, here's the enemy to use the infrared scope on. It's like, okay, that's really scary for about 10 seconds where I figured the puzzle because you gave me the solution. It's not even a puzzle, really. Well, that's the thing. And, and the island had... I don't think there's a single puzzle on the island. Island also had the jump scare. Exactly. Which I hate. So <laughs> the island, I think, is really poor and the pacing is really 
bad. There's really great parts on the island, but it just becomes yeah. a room of shooting galleries with no new ideas. I like the jet ski. The jet ski's cool. That's the very end of the game. <laughs> Look at her go. <laughs> so yeah, to answer your question, Rob, don't not a big fan of the island. And Rob has a quick follow up question. Haley, would you play bingo with Leon? I would play. I would do anything with that boy. Anything. Wow. Bingo. Bingo. Love those Leon one-liners. You want to? You want to read the next question? That was great. Sure. Thank you. Thank you again, Rob. Check out Draft Punks. Those guys are great. Thanks, Rob. At Raven Name Rock on Twitter. Yes. Um. So we have at Walter Weatherman. Oh, another Draft Punk. That's Travis. Hi, yes. Travis. Yes. Hi, Travis. Would you have enjoyed the Ashley experience? Trademark. More <laughs> if she was in a suit of armor the whole time. Do you know what he's referencing there? Well, you told me earlier. Oh yeah, I did. So yeah. an unlockable costume you can get is Ashley in a suit of armor. So like, literally, none of the enemies can pick her up to kidnap really, her. Is she like clunky? Oh yeah, it's hilarious. Is she loud? But it was, yeah, she moves. She goes. Ja, ja, ja. I would love. I want that. Honestly. And like, it's so dumb and so hilarious. But literally, you don't have to worry about her anymore because she has a suit of armor on. So then, yeah, she would have essentially. <laughs> and become... you can't shoot her with your guns because she has armor on. So she just becomes like a walking tank. So it's super that's fun. I see that she becomes Elizabeth from Bioshock. There you go. Like, so yes, fine. I think we would have enjoyed that, Travis. Thank you again. Check out Draft Punks. Love those guys. Uh, Flaming Queso at Flaming Queso. Is the Wii still the best way to experience Ooh, Resident Evil 4? Everyone seemed to agree that for a while, but of course there's th- this was pre-HD. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'll wait till yeah. the second one. Uh, you never played the Wii version? No, I was going to ask you about the Wii version. Because was right. it less tanky? No, it's... Is it aim assist? Yeah, well, it's motion controls. Motion controls. So I'll say, That's Greg, say. Uh, Flaming Queso, um, the Wii to me is the best way to play this game based purely Have on the motion the controls. Wii? Yeah, it's my favorite version of the game. Oh. It's my. Uh, I played. You have that. played this twelve times. You said. Yeah, so. I played it on PS2. I played it on Wii. I played it on PS3. And we picked on the PS5, which is a port of the PS4 version. Touch grass. <laughs> wow, that's rude. Sorry. I love giving Capcom my money. <laughs> they have enough money, Michael. They don't need your money. Uh, but yes, to answer your question, Flaming Case. So the Wii version to me is the best version to play. Just it feels so good to use the motion controls. Use it for the knife, use it for the guns. Um, it doesn't look as nice, but like not that much worse than the HD versions. Oh, <coughs> excuse me. Do you think the VR version looks like the best version? I, I mean, it could be really cool. I've never played a VR game that made me feel... Mike at Barfy. Yeah, exactly. But the Wii version to me is the best, 100%. If you can find this game on the Wii, definitely play it on the Wii. Okay, interesting. Or Wii U. I guess. And then they also say, also, anyway, you could play the song My Day with the President's Daughter from Disney Channel original movie when talking about Ashley. Well, we'll have to, re- we'll have to edit that in. Queso it's a great question you want to do this one? Oh yes this is from uh chris babino of uh, hello hyrule another great podcast you should all check out uh what do you think of leon as a protagonist after the events of re4 
cool dude or corny dude? What are some things you think they did right, and what do you wish they did differently? And we've touched on this already. I yeah. think we're pro Leon. I'm pro Leon. We love Leon. We love. We. Th- I think he's cool and corny. I was like, uh, I went on to the this is new Netflix special. What's it called? Resident Evil Infinite Darkness, which sounds like a Kingdom Hearts level. Yeah, it does. But anyways, yeah. so I didn't want to watch it because there's zombies. But I was, <laughs> I was just buffering through to find scenes with Leon, and I was just looking at him and be like, nice. And then as soon as something got zombieish, I'll go, bloop, 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 and I'll go to the next one of him. Nice. He's yeah. I love Leon. And yeah, today I was playing Dead by Daylight, and I was laughing because I was killing Leon. Yes, he's a character in the game now. <laughs> he's a character you can you can kill. I was playing as uh, Ghostface. Ghostface, and I was murdering Leon, and it felt a little wrong. Mm-hmm. And actually, no, I let him live. You did let him I live. Le- I t- you, l- you let him get to the hatch. I, I took him to the hatch because I I'll always save the Leons. Now that's my new Resident Evil, or that's my new Dead by Daylight rule. And obviously, you've never played RE6, where Leon comes back uh, as a playable character, but he's a lot moodier in that one. He's, oh, is he? He's much more like, oh my god, like, what do I do? And he's a lot. It's like because yeah. they kind of gave the action cool guy role to uh, to um. I mean, you don't know who Albert Wesker is, but Albert Wesker's kid. Oh. And it's, we don't want to get into the Resident Evil lore. It's a it's a fucking mess. No, thank you. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Leon is less cool in the yeah. sequels, but I think he's great in four. I think he's again Leon for Smash, make it happen, Sakurai. No. For Fighter Pass two, I love Leon. He's corny, he's dumb, but he's a great character, and he makes the game so much more fun. And there's a reason why he's considered one of the great protagonists in Resident Evil. He definitely could have. It's it's interesting. I don't know how they did it, but they made me like him. But there definitely could have been if they had sprinkled in like three more instances of him being annoying. I probably wouldn't have liked him. Sure. But they did just enough of him being, like, funny and reassuring yeah. that I like him. I don't know how they did it. Definitely. Um, so, Kyle Hilliard, at Kyle M. Hilliard of Minmax, says, it's the best. Was just his take on this game. I mean, Kyle Hilliard of Minmax is correct. It is the best. <laughs> then let's go right to Matt Thomas. At, okay. What's at up, Matt? Matt Thomas. Says, I kept dying in the opening and gave up. Very similar to your experience. You didn't yeah. give up. I would have if I didn't have to. Yeah. Honestly, well, you bought the game, so maybe I did. If, I, maybe... Spent, I spent twenty five Canadian dollars on this game. <laughs> that's big for us. Yeah, that's I a know. big purchase for us. Uh, and that's too bad, Matt. I hope you do go back and try it again one day. He said he played this on the Wii, I believe, and the the further replies down. I think he responded uh, yeah. again. Uh, I hope you do try it again, Matt. It is a great game. I hope that I think everyone should play it. But and I'm sorry you had such a negative experience. It's, uh, I can really say that it's, uh, and this, you know what, this naturally leads into, um, Blake's comment. Oh, Blake. Blake Hester of Game Query fame, and also he works at Game Informer, which is probably more impressive. No, Game Query is much more important than Game Informer. (laughs) (laughs) I agree. (laughs) Someone who's worked for both. Yeah. So, here is Blake Hester's question, which naturally leads from the last one. Thank you, Blake. As someone who grew up playing Resident Evil 4, I think the gameplay aged remarkably well. However, a friend recently tried playing it for the first time and found it unplayable. What was your impression of how the game held up, removed from its influence on other third-party shooters? Okay. I mean, again, we've That's kind of... That's kind of like you and me, We've gone through it. Like, I play, I'm playing it with friends. a lot of nostalgia. You're playing with no nostalgia. Blake, I agree. I think the game holds up super well. Yeah. It feels, again, like an old, comfortable pair of jeans. You just fit right in, and it's just like, for me, it, it's it like, clicks so easy for me. For me, it's like a, like a pair of new jeans that just got, like, you just wash them in a little too shrunk, mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. you got to walk around for an afternoon, and then they fit better. Kind of find, find the rhythm, right? 
Because, yeah, it's, like, the like, to be honest, like, the tank controls really do, like, they're really bad. Like, I still, even even though I got used to them, I still don't necessarily like them. I just that's fair. Them. No, no, that's absolutely fair. And you can say, I think the devs added that so that you feel more nervous or whatever, but, like, they could have made the sensitivity better. Mm-hmm. Right. Because aiming at people, even when you've had... 10 hours experience doing it over and over is still hard. Yeah. Do you think it was supposed supposed to be hard? Well, yeah, because that's where sort of the initial... That, that's where, like, the little bit of fear and, like, scariness of this game kind of comes in. It is in those limitations in your controls. Because, again, if it was just Leon with perfect aiming like Max Payne in Max Payne 3 doing bolt-time <laughs> like, flips. like that reference. Yeah, it's like, okay, then it'd be easy. Like, there's nothing. It's, then it's just a shooting gallery with no challenge. You need those limitations. <sighs> with the design of this game in particular is what I mean. I guess, but I don't know. Like, if you just, if you, I think because this game is older that it's easier to say that, but if you plugged in really sluggy controls into a action shooter that came out right now, yeah, people wouldn't accept it. Well, of course not, because it's, games have come so far since 2005 so then it's because of this game but then i know but question was like detaching it from its influence but yeah i think it's important to mention here because yes like playing it now after playing the third person shooter has changed so dramatically like when i go i like i'll go on overwatch and i'll play mccree yeah and i'll play around in mccree and i'm like i can kill things and it's like essentially mccree's kind of like what Le- like leon's character is but that's a first person shooter it feel it controls so much. Like maybe a better example would be, what's a what's a modern third Red person Dead shooter? Too. Sure. Okay. Yeah. I mean, when I'm Arthur, I shoot things, and it, there's well, there's aim assist. That game is a big, yes. Game well, that game doesn't have the that or doesn't hand, have aim assist. That game's handholdy. That's not a good example either. But like Red Dead Redemption Two isn't concerned with like making you feel scared when you shoot. That's not what it's about. It's not it's not a horror game. Yeah. Like the the design of this game needs you to feel something. It can't just be one to one accurate aim assist shooting people's heads. Then the game loses whatever little bit of fear it had. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like they could have made the aiming better and just made the enemies harder. They I sh- think that's why you play take... the Wii version. The Wii version is the best aiming ever. But are the enemies harder? No, they're the same. So is, does that not sacrifice that? Like, and when, make the enemies harder. Like, what do you mean? Like, do what? They can dodge oh. better, they're faster, and they okay. get in your face more. So sure, because that would make sense then, because because you have more control and better control. The enemies are there just for yeah. The way the enemies are in this game right now, I think, is perfect for the controls. That's what we were talking are. about earlier. Yeah. It's like you either have better enemies and better controls or worse enemies and worse controls. When you want better, better. I mean, in an ideal world, sure. But then, yes. but, then, but then it's a different game, I guess, is my point. Absolutely. But if you're t- looking at it through the context of Blake's question. Sure. Where does it hold up today? I think yes. I think I think it could it could be better. Sure. But but you're but you're yeah, okay. No, no, that's fair. I get what you're saying. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. obviously it was two thousand five, they're gonna make a game that's two thousand five y. But like mm-hmm. if we're playing it in twenty twenty one, yep. Is it good enough? And I don't think the aiming's good enough. It doesn't feel good enough for 2021. Sure. Isn't, that's not fair to do to a 2005 No, no, but game, like... But that's just what it that's is. That's fair. I mean, there's lots of games from like 1988 that, that still feel as good today to yeah, play. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so I see your point. Well, I think it Golden does Eye feel feels as great. good. No, it doesn't. Have you played Goldeneye recently? No, but I think my brain <laughs> tells me it no, feels good. No, 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 no. Really? Oh, God, so bad. Oh. So bad. And I want to play that. Look forward to it. 
Oh. Um, but no. But yes. But I get what you're saying. But I know. But yes. <laughs> but no. But yes. That's um, a good question because that's kind of literally like us two. That's our division, right? Like I still think Resident Evil Four holds up and is absolutely worth playing today. And there is some frustration with the controls. There's some frustration with this design for sure. Yeah. But I think it's just too important and still feels too good to not be played. I think the most telling thing for me is like, did I feel relieved that I had to stop playing it? It's like yes. Mm. Like when, like so when I finish a game that I'm really passionate about, I'm sad. That it's like a book or whatever. Like sure. oh, I'm sad. I have to end this. Like did I have a feeling in my gut that once I finish this, I could turn it off and be done? I was kind of like, yay. Well, that's the telltale sign, right? Because when I play Resident Evil Four, you're sad. It's I over. beat it. And I want to jump right back into New Game Plus I'm with like, my upgraded weapons. I want to play the Ada Wong campaign. I want to play Mercenaries. No. Which is just like, <laughs> no. you're not into that. And that's super fair. And like, not that I didn't have fun with it, but I think that's just telling. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. That's a, that's a very super fair point. Mm-hmm. Great. Great question, Blake. Thank you. Yeah, that was good. Can I do this one? Yeah. It's not really a question. <laughs> <laughs> well, a couple of things from, uh, so St. Peter on the Game Query Discord says, it's the best, dude. I agree. It is the best. <laughs> Very similar to Kyle Hilliard. Yeah, true. And uh, Crater, uh, with a nice, I don't know I don't know if you're going to regret this reference. It would be awesome if you did. But is Leon a bad enough dude to rescue the president's daughter? Is that what he says to the Matthew Mercer lookalike guy? <laughs> we didn't even talk about Lewis. Uh, <laughs> he's, it looks like Matthew Mercer. <laughs> I mean, so it's called um, him that. No, he's referencing the NES game Bad Dudes, which is a beat-em-up, oh. which has the prompt, are you a bad enough dude to rescue the president? Oh, wow. What like a Crater's Crater, that would have been lost on me. So Not lost on me, brother. I love a good Bad Dudes <laughs> reference. That game's sick. Well, St. <laughs> Peter, a.k.a. Andrew, said, he's so bad that you know he didn't bang her afterwards. He didn't need to prove anything. That's true. Leon, Ashley prompts him to come home and work in some overtime, and he says, nah, I'm good. <laughs> that's such a weird... That's, that's what I was referencing, like, um, like the weird trying to make her, like, have more of a personality at the very end. Yeah. Like, she had a... I mean, that mean, that's being dismissive. She had a personality, but more, like... Yeah, she's oh, like your, now I'm coy. She's a damsel cute. in distress. She's yeah. she gets a couple of moments where she's scared about the parasite inside her, and she's like, "Oh, leave me alone, Leon." Oh, she gets man. kidnapped again. That's it's... something that I want to talk about. The only story beat I didn't like, okay. and I'm, I'm glad that we was all these notes and all this stuff is and like you know Matthew Mercer, Lewis, Lewis <laughs> dies <laughs> dies trying to get you the cure. Yeah, and. Everyone is like, oh, Ada Wong's like, you're going to die probably. Like, yeah. it usually kills the host. And then she mm-hmm. sexily runs away. And then there's, like, 12 notes that are like, I've done experiments, and the, if the host is an adult, they always die, and, like, mm-hmm. all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And they really hype up, because Leon and Ashley have the, the parasite, parasite in inside them. them. yeah. It gets implanted in them in the first bit of the game. So the whole game, it's like, kind of like, yeah, we're escaping, but don't forget we still have this really huge thing to deal with. And I kind of liked that almost. It sure. was like it was like a second. Well, it gives you a reason to stay, right? Because you got yeah. you got to cure the thing. Like we could just run into the woods and get out of here, but instead yeah. you're zooming around the different areas trying to find figure out how to cure yourself. Sure, so that made sense. Yep. But when eventually they reach the point where they come across a little like machine surgery area mm-hmm. and they just sit in a chair and they get rid of them and it was like not even a big deal. Well, and it looks they moved pretty on. painful, but like. Do you think like she so wanted was, like you wanted was, something more dramatic to cure it the It was plagas? underwhelming. Like they sure. could they could have had a point where Leon 
you know, Ashley did it, and because she's young, they had all these notes that the older you are, the harder, harder it is. Right. So maybe Ashley could have been like, okay, I did it, that hurt out, and then Leon does it, and he's weak, and maybe Ashley takes the gun and leads him through a few areas where he, he's leading on her or something, yeah. and she's really weak or something. Sure, I don't know. Yeah. Like, something to that effect, where it was more like, they just really hyped up this idea that, oh, once you go to cure this, you're going to have a hard time. Yeah. And I really thought about that the whole game, and I was like, oh, that's going to be an impactful moment when they finally are clean and free of the parasite and then, and then you know later on what's his name Sadler like tries to control Leon and he goes watch you find a new trick yeah, <laughs> and he's then like, he's like oh bro nice try and then they do something and then he's like kick flip and then, <laughs> and then he dabs essentially <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but uh, yeah so I found that was the only story beat like of course mm-hmm. the whole thing's corny yeah it's supposed to be corny so I didn't I'm not like downing it for that sure but that I thought was like, like very underwhelming and I was like okay so they just fixed the thing that they've been saying is the main issue for the whole game for the last five chapters and like yeah. 35 seconds in a cutscene, and now we just move on yeah I didn't like that sure I mean it's funny that you because like literally Cared. to me I, well yeah because like when I play this game I I forget they even have the parasite inside them like it's because well, it's, it's such a non-factor but that's so how, that one, there's that one scene where Leon, like, tries to kill Ada, because he's like, oh, I'm going to strangle you, or And whatever. he also, that's how Sadler kidnaps Ashley one of the times, is he goes wrong. Oh, yeah, he's like, he, oh, yeah, come here, or whatever, yeah, yeah. and then he tries to do it with Leon, and he, like, gets away, or something. Sure. I mean, it, it just feels like such a non-thing, because I think this game takes place over the course of, like, one day, which is kind of hard to... Really? Yeah, because, you know, you, you show up in the daytime, and then it's nighttime when he gets knocked out. I think it's, like, I think this game takes place over the course of, like, maybe 13 hours which is kind of weird to think about it took me like that long to beat it that's kind of cool so it's like not that pressing of an issue but yeah i guess that's a very it doesn't even matter to me i guess but 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 a fair complaint and uh creator also said best merchant ever which is we even talk about the merchant he is the most (laughs) hilarious character in this game welcome what are you buying (laughs) what are you selling oh what's the thing not enough cash. <laughs> Why is he like Mr. Krabs? <laughs> I don't know. He's great. It's just like another thing like, well, you know, this is, it's something so different from the old. Because there's no merchants or shops in the old Resident Evil. It's just like, why do you have 80 stores on this? Who's your clientele, my guy? Well, apparently just Leon. Just Leon. Which is great. It's another, like, it doesn't Leon. need to be explained. It's just a dumb reason it's for Leon fun. to buy things. No, looking into that is like, as much as I look into them getting cured quickly, like, yeah. Yeah, I don't I also don't look into the fact that there's eighty points of interest for the merchant. Which sure. is equally as stupid and doesn't there. make sense. He's just there. I had one more listener question I want to find. Here it is. Oh, go oh. for it. Nope, it's not here. We'll we'll get there. Ah, here we go. From Crypto Zookeeper from the Draft Punks Discord. Uh he already at he asked us. Love to talk about your favorite bosses and least favorite bosses and mm. why. I wanted to get to this question because my favorite boss is the Krauser knife fight quick time event boss. Okay. Um, I love this boss. It's so to me, and this is a, this is pro- this is a pure nostalgia take. Yeah. But when I was like 11, 12 years old playing this game, I thought it was the coolest thing in the world. Really. To see this really awesome knife fight happening between these two like oh, super masculine dudes I who were just like and like they're like quipping at each other in time through like. It's like, you're not quite good enough, Leon. Like, I'm better than you, Krauser. It's longer than yours. It's literally what it is. It's so Aww, dumb. I wish I was a fly on the wall for little baby Michael being like, yeah. wow. And it's, like, so much less interesting, that, or, so sorry, so much more interesting to me than, like, the actual Krauser boss fight, which, again, like, so, again, like, so many bosses, and, like, all my least favorite bosses are pretty much 
the rest of them because a lot of them are just yeah. literally shoot the shoot the thing until a cool thing happens. Yeah. Um, which is just kind of boring because it's like they're all just bullet sponges and maybe sometimes they have a shield, but like literally the final boss in this game, Sadler, is a giant, really gross looking spider thing. Mm. But you just shoot him in the knees where he has giant eyes, and, and Salazar a is a boss with a giant eye that you shoot. Yeah. Uh, I kind of like the lake monster because at least it's like a cool, like throwing spears in a boat. Like that's unique and interesting. That was good, yeah. But I love the Krauser knife fight. It's so dumb and corny to me now, <laughs> but I love it. I think it's so hilarious. That was probably the most 80s part of the game oh it's awesome i think it's awesome like oh it's my old nemesis leon Kennedy. and it's like and then but again like you're like who the hell are you i don't know who you are and he's like, but the game but leon's like oh my god it's krauser oh it's him <laughs> it's him my long lost friend he's like oh he thought i was dead home he's like i know who the hell you are man yeah. uh but uh yeah i love that fight least favorite boss probably i don't know like Salazar is kind of boring, I guess, because yeah. it's just like you literally move left to right and kind of shoot them. But that's more of a larger, again, a larger problem with the bosses at large in this game is that they're all just kind of gross monster bullet sponges you pump a lot of shots into until they die. It's like yeah. not interesting. There's no interesting mechanics. There's no dodging. There's a couple like quick time event like move and move, but yeah. I don't know. What are your thoughts? Best bosses, least favorite bosses? I yeah. When you mentioned the lake monster, at least that was like different right it was, a, it was a cool mechanics only used once but like you're on a yeah. boat you're throwing spears it's kind of cool i always appreciate when something is like a mechanic that only gets used once especially for boss fights and stuff because they had to put all that effort into coding that in sure and making that a quick like a thing and like you know i think the only thing close to it is the jet ski portion at the end which is like 30 seconds long yeah, absolutely. other than that you don't ride in any boats or you do anything like that so it's like they had to put all that effort in to make that one boss fight and it was and i i can always be like Thanks for the effort, because this feels different than everything. Sure. Something to keep the player engaged. Yeah, and that was good. And it was, you know, I'm sure it was impressive in 2005. It was like, oh, this feels fun. Like, yeah. this is a fun bit. Oh, surprising. It's just, it's kind of like that little thought bubble in your head that goes, this feels different. I'm having fun. Because right. it's against the status quo of what I've done so far. And then, I think that one was pretty fun. And, I don't know, I kind of liked... Why can't I remember any of them now? What's the guy in the barn with the scorpion guy? Oh, the, the village chief, Mendez, or Menendez. I like that one because it was just funny how screamy I was. And, yeah, like, yeah. the quick time event switched up on me, which made me mess up, and that made me laugh. It was like, yeah. okay, you got me. Like, haha. I guess and that's maybe, like, my problem because, like, the like he's one of the bosses that has a lot of build-up to him, and he's constantly, like, dummying Leon. He's, like, throwing oh, him around, God. right? He, he, like, picks him up, he's like... You're done. So, like, why couldn't maybe the boss have been more interesting? It's like, okay, Leon, phys like, physically can't compete with this guy. Yeah. Maybe he could have done something like, like, like a puzzle, like, set him on fire or yeah. freeze him, like the other boss in the sewer. Instead, it's just, no, just shoot him a bunch. Yeah, you're right. That could have been something more... Just, like, something more interesting. Like, could I use my environment? Could I, you know, what could I make this more interesting? Because it, the cutscenes show that Leon can't compete physically, so... <laughs> You know, but obviously it's just like, it's Resident Evil. Literally all the bosses in the series are shoot the thing until it dies. Yeah, I didn't like Salazar for that reason. Because it literally yeah. felt like um, like a Zelda boss where it's like a plant who has just like, you know, when they come up and it's like a plant and all it has yeah. is one spot right here. And you just go, Brrr, 
wasn't like all I did was take my TMP and just Unload. rail into it. Yeah. And Salazar was like glitching because I was hitting him so much. He was like, oh, and that's all I did. And then you had to move to the right at one point to yep. dodge vine. Move to the left at one point to dodge vine. Other than that, just shoot him. Sure. It was a little boring. Yeah, that's I mean, fair. Most of the fights were like that, and. I mean, when all the enemies are like that in the game, you kind of hope the bosses will be more interesting. Yeah. And some of them are, again, like the Lake Monster and like the Krauser Quick Time event boss is kind of cool because, like, I did it like feels Krauser like the too. game's been like building to that like, with all its Quick Time prompts so far. And, yeah. like, here's like Be on Your Toes, lots of different prompts. I'm not going to lie, when I would hit all the Krauser Quick Time events in a row and I made it out and you would, you would go, nice. Yeah. I was like, it's satisfying. Yeah, it's like, really I felt satisfying good about myself. To, to nail them. I was having fun because it's like, not just are you hitting the quick time events and like skulking away, you're like doing a triple flip and yeah. turning around and being like this because you hit square and X yeah. at the right time and you're sure. like, I feel awesome and you're like playing it. Yeah, and it's it feels, fun. Feels good. Feels Pro- good. So maybe Krauser or Lake Monster, I think, were my two. And then yeah. any of the other ones where it was just like shooty or the it thing where yeah. all I had to do was just shoot him with a rocket launcher and I was right. done. Yeah. I mean, Although, the, the actual way the fight's supposed to go is you're supposed to like avoid him and freeze him and run away until yeah. the elevator comes. Well, like we didn't do that because you knew the trick. Oh my god! Well, I tried to the time where I messed up and I missed yeah. my rocket launcher. I probably unloaded twenty five yeah. shotguns to his head, exactly, and it, he remained uninfected. Uninfected, yeah. where normally that one shot kills anything. Right. So sure, he just felt frustrating and too yeah. strong. Okay, those are great listener questions, everyone. Thank you very much. Yes, thank you. Again, please follow us on Twitter at Game and Makeup and look forward to us asking for more question prompts. We love hearing your thoughts because they give us lots to talk about. Yeah, I like hearing other people's opinions, especially for games I don't know much about. Yeah, definitely. And again, it just shows us we got so many uh, questions on this episode, which is great. I think it shows how many, like how big this game is and how like everyone's kind of played it and how it's affected so yeah. many people. Yeah, I'm glad I beat it. Yeah. I feel like it's very similar to Dark Souls in that way. Sure. I almost just like that I beat it for, like, not a flex, because it's not really a flex to be Resident Evil 4. It's not that hard. It's like it's like reading a classic book. What book or, would it be? What book would it be? I don't know. I think I, I'd more akin it to, to maybe film, in the sense that, like, this might be... Mm, Die Hard or something? Like, the Terminator 2 of okay. video games. That's and that fun. it's a sequel that, you know, was different and dramatic and did its own thing and its influence is still felt today through its medium like terminator 2 still dramatically affects action movies today yeah much like resident evil 4 still affects third person action shooter games today yeah book i don't know it's like catcher in the rye i don't fucking know (laughs) not really (laughs) there you go same for the literature nerds yeah um anyway Haley, uh we're we're coming up on Almost two hours here, but final God. thoughts, impressions. This game gives a lot to talk about. I yeah. love it. Your final thoughts on the game? I think um, I think it's... I'm glad I beat it, and I did like. I did end up liking it, and you could see Point me... Point one for Michael. You could see me enjoying it by the end. Sure. Would I ever replay it? No. No. Was I happy I finished it? Yes. Am I glad I beat it? Yes. Like So it's kind of a weird... Yeah. It really hit that, there's like a very thin margin where it's like I enjoyed it, but I don't want to ever play it again. You know sure. what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Which is a very rare kind of, I'm trying to even think of a game that is similar in that vibe, but I can't really think of one. Yeah. It was good. You know what? It was good. Resident Evil 4. It was good. <laughs> <laughs> I liked, I liked this, the story was fun and silly and the, you know, the fighting was whatever and the, I didn't, the gameplay was good except for the very slow aiming. That was like, 
my if I could just change one thing, it was just. 33% change the sensitivity sure. in the aiming. Yeah, yeah. And Absolutely. then I would I would probably replay this again, honestly. Yeah. It's the only thing I would change. Are you at all maybe want to play Resident Evil 5 and 6 with me co-op someday? They're a lot less... They're even less scary and more stupid. But they're zombies, right? No, in Resident Evil... Re, there's zombies in Resident Evil 6. Resident Evil 5 is another parasite in uh, a group of people. <laughs> they're not zombies. To, to really hammer home how much this affects me, like, I went on medication when I played Last of Us because I was having such bad anxiety. <laughs> I didn't even talk about it. Like, obviously, this game has so much influence on The Last of Us. Oh, it's absolutely. crazy. Oh, I really got Last of Us vibes from this. Like, yeah. in terms of, like, how they laid out the enemies and where you go oh, yeah. and how they come into the areas I to get you. That. That's super fair. Super um, good point. But, yeah, like, I just get a really big anxiety spike when mm -hmm. I play games like this. And unless they're worth it, which I think this one was. Nice. Good. Then good. I just don't see it through. Like, right Last on. of Us was worth it for me, because that, you know... You made me play all the clicker parts in part two. Michael and I played <laughs> Last of Us part two together, and I handled all the human bits, and he handled all the... The clicker infected bits. The infected bits. And mm -hmm. that was quite perfect, quite honestly. Yes. I'm glad I have you for that, because mm -hmm. I would have had to play... I played the whole thing by myself when the first Last of Us came out. Right, right. And I had night terrors pretty much every night for like a month. Well... I'm glad you liked it, I think. <laughs> and I, I didn't have night terrors with this, though. I'll say That's that. That's good. No, I'm, I think I'm glad you mostly liked Resident Evil 4. Yeah. I'm glad I could expose you to this game. Um, I don't even think I want to attach a number to it, because I don't think that would... That well, would... I mean, number scales are dumb anyway, but yeah. I agree and disagree. I think sure. number scales can be good in some aspects and, yeah. and bad in some aspects. Right, right. But I personally, if I was tasked with reviewing this game and giving it a number, I would have a, I would really have to think about it for like a sure. long time. Because sure. I don't, right now, off the top of my head, yeah. I couldn't give it a number. I think, I mean, I've, I've said it a million times. You probably already, give it like a nine or something, This episode. Right? I mean, if I, I, I don't really, I don't, again, I don't like number scales. I think they're silly, but. I like them sometimes. But I think this game, again, I've said a million times, is absolutely worth playing. It's one of my favorite. It's I don't even think this game is in my top ten necessarily, oh, really? but I do love it, and yeah. I it's I've played it so many times. I think it's absolutely worth playing today, if you can bear with its, you know, archaic intricacies in some regards. Nice. Um, yeah, big words, big ten dollar words, words there. there. But uh, welcome. <laughs> it. Uh, <laughs> I'll, for like how dumb the game is using such nice yeah. words <laughs> it's uh it is an experience it's super goofy it's super fun yeah it's it still feels good it's 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 a it's a ride it's a wild ride um and i hope that we had a good i think we had a good discussion about it i, I feel pretty we happy did. With we're, it pretty, we're pretty civil this round absolutely I, as I, I like as how I, it turns out that way as i pointed out in dark souls it's a much more civil when i'm the contrarian yes but it's also, but I'm way, I'm way more exciting when I don't like the game. Yeah, those tend to be. So better. we'll see what we play next. Which uh, we'll... Yeah, well, we won't say it yet, but yeah. um, follow us on Game and Makeup, and eventually I will, we will release what game I'm making Michael play next, which I know and you know, but yep. we, we won't say yet because yep. we're trying to make this more of a monthly thing and keep up on top of it. Sure. So I guess with that note, where can people find us, Haley? Well, I'm Haley Fax on Twitter. I'm Mike P Tucker on Twitter. And that's you can find us on that's Game and Make. That's all you need to find us. <laughs> <laughs> and also Game and Make Up on Twitter. Yes. Uh, where you can follow us, give us a follow there, and keep up with us there. And also like, comment, and subscribe here on the YouTube channel. We yeah. 
We love. Did you agree with us? You disagree with us? Do you have your own opinions and thoughts on the game? Please post them below. We'd I'm love, honestly curious. We'd love to hear them. This is a game I think a lot of people have played, and we hope that you will contribute down below and follow us on all our social channels and look forward and, to more yeah. game and makeup in the future. The audio only episode is going to go up on iTunes, like Apple Podcasts, yeah. um, Spotify, and SoundCloud. So, SoundCloud and SoundCloud yeah. as well. So uh, we have our own designated channels for that as well. Yes. And again, thank you to all our listeners. Those are great listener questions. And yes, thank shout you. outs to uh, Hi Hello Hyrule and Draft Punks for their great questions. Check out those guys. We're both featured on their show and they have great episodes. And They're lovely. We hope to uh, hear from them again soon. Shout out to Game Query. RIP. RIP. Yeah. Anything else we need to say? I think, we're, I think we pretty much got it. That's it. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Have a good night, everyone. Bye. Cheers. <laughs>